Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, Tom Campbell here with a quick apology for our Patreons at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. We did endeavor to bring you a video version of the WrestleMania 12 watch along. However, we had a bit of a technical issue with the equipment. So consequently, you'll be hearing it on this audio podcast, but we cannot bring you a video version at this time. I do apologize. Uh, Normal service will resume this week. You've got a video version of our Desert Island Graps episode tomorrow. You will have a video version once more of the Cultaholic Classic Nitro review and a video version of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review on Saturday. Lots to enjoy still to come this week. If you'd like to get video versions of the podcasts, except this one, of course, uh, you can check out patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. It is the dream of the challenger to become champion. The crowning achievement in a lifetime of yearning. It is the dream of the champion to aspire to excellence. His legacy indelibly etched in the annals of time. Shawn Michaels, the confident challenger, a maverick who spits in the face of adversity. Bret Hart, a triumph of tenacity, the mighty ring general who stands in defiance of defeat. Tonight, for one illustrious hour in the Iron Man match, we will witness their passion, applaud their heroics, marvel at their gift to enthrall. Two craftsmen engaged in an extraordinary athletic event, two men bound by the dream. After 60 grueling minutes, one man, exhausted, will have his arm raised high. The quest realized, the challenge overcome. One man, expended, will breathe loneliness. Unwilling to surrender, he will have been stripped of the dream. Welcome to the Holy Classic WrestleMania 12. Watch along a Cultaholic Classic Raw review presentation. This is where we offer alternative commentary to a professional wrestling event from off of the past. And today is the, the birthing of the new generation era anew in WrestleMania 12. Who be we? I be fake Geordie, radio presenter with that portfolio, Tom Campbell. To my left, and indeed to everybody's left, uh, from Cultaholic.com, the rambunctious Jackie Orlando. Jack Atkins, Jack Atkins, hello. 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 Ta- tell me about your beard. Because uh... we were talking <laughs> about how crisp the lines were on your beard. Yes. 
and there's a reason for it. I, top I, tip, life hack from Jackkins. Start us off. Uh, yes, if you want a good top tip on how to maintain a good beard line. Strong beard. Pop a long comb in it. Draw along it with a, an eyebrow pencil or whatever. Shave to the line. Wash it off. Look at that. There you go. I need to do that. Guess what I'm doing later. Buying some eyebrow pencils. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a wank, but then when <laughs> I've done that... <laughs> <laughs> when I've done that, <laughs> shave. <laughs> hey, there's another voice. Can you hear another voice? Oh, tell us, children. Oh, today is the day, right? This this is like opening Pandora's box. This is like finding the Ark of the Covenant. Today's a really special day because you've heard some stories about him on this very podcast. And today, we thought it'd be right, since you've seen it in the movies, let's see if it's true. We're all going on a summer holiday. It's Cultaholics Tribal Editor-in-Chief, Aidan Gibbons! <laughs> Woo! I'll clap myself. Hello, <laughs> Give yourself the clap. How Thank are you, you for that lovely introduction. Hey, mate. It's, it's genuinely an honour to, as we were saying, to expand the Cultaholic multiverse. Yeah, just get everybody on. Your Hawkeye. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> What's your issue being Hawkeye? We're not friends. <laughs> if I'm going to be anyone, surely it's Captain America. Big, hearty patriot, lovely shield, beautiful blonde hair. Trapped in the ice for 60 years and <laughs> thawed in the modern day. <laughs> yes. I, yes. All this comes from corned beef. I don't get it. I love corned beef. All, everyone in the office hates it. I do not understand the hatred for corned beef. When did the corned beef compass <laughs> were there already? Was really it? eye of the storm already? I'm excited. I think it was my birthday because instead of going for birthday drinks, I said, let's get a Greg's in. And Aiden just went, I'll have a corned beef pasty. And everyone went, they don't exist. It's not 1954. <laughs> and I, of course, decided that they do 100% exist. Being the only real Geordie in the office was 100% certain that these corned beef pasties exist. And lo and behold, Jack King brought back a bountiful corned beef pasty to me, which I then devoured when it arrived. What we've learned about Aidan Gibbons from our office is he eats like there's still a war on. <laughs> How many times did you have chops last week? <laughs> I, I had two sets of chops. Right. <laughs> An apology of chops. <laughs> I, I, had, I had pork chops of honey in sriracha. Mm. Oh, that, someone's that, doing all right. And then at the weekend, I had some lovely lamb chops with a bit of paprika on, a bit of oregano, nice. some mint, some parsley. Then I had some patatas bravas, or whatever the Spanish potatoes are called. <laughs> it, it was delicious. I've got a photo and everything, but which you can put on the Patreon. Is this because Fraser Porter quite often takes a photo of his dinner? Yeah, he And there's like, like a little... The kitchen porter. Kitchen porter. <laughs> he loves a fancy photo. Is he called the kitchen porter on Instagram? I he, don't know. Yeah, he, well, I don't know if that's still active, but he did have the kitchen porter. That's great, that is. I, I saw Fraser at the weekend. Uh, you did. Bumped into him on the quayside, was startled by his appearance, and unbeknownst to anyone, especially me, my first instinct was to slap him in the face. <laughs> I bumped into him and went, oh, hello, fuck off. Um, and then I spent... How old would you if I just start beating them? I, I just I just started apologising. I was like, oh, I don't know why I did that. Heaven knows what happens when you bump into gr your great Andy Belinda. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Beat fuck out of her. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wasn't expecting to see Coat it. Coat over the head, couple of uppercuts. <laughs> Fuck off, Belinda. <laughs> You're both going to be devastated. I've lost the picture. Oh, wow. Welcome to WrestleMania 12. This is this is what they hoped it would all be. So this is what we're going to do for the next three hours. So um, we are going to watch WrestleMania 12 uh, and offer some insight and intellectual thought and prose as <laughs> we go through. Yeah. Um, now, 
uh, Aiden, you say you haven't seen this before, did you say? So I've seen matches. Like, obviously, I've seen the Brett Sean main event, and I've seen Ultimate Warriors, which always hyped up mm. like an absolute bat out of hell. <laughs> but, like, I've never seen, like, Roddy Piper Goldust, which oh. Jack was appalled about. Oh, it's amazing. Spoilers. It's oh. and, and, I, and I can't say I've, I've never witnessed Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Savio Vega. It's never crossed my mind to watch that match. Mm. What is your first memory of WrestleMania 12? Do you have one? Mm. My first memory of WrestleMania 12 was when the when they released the DVD box sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about ten years ago? Maybe possibly ten years. Yeah, ago. Long, uh, when back when DVDs were the thing. Yeah, so I wanted X7, obviously, and I think it was 12 to 17 in a box set, and I thought, oh, I'll watch 12, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll finally see the Iron Man match. Thoughts on that later, but. Piper, Piper Goldust, fuck me. Yeah. My first memory of this is, I remember we went to, I think was it Manchester that we went to? Like, on a day, somehow, I was on a day out with my dad, it was summer holidays, it was me and my dad and my younger brother. And us three, I'm sure we went like somewhere like Manchester or somewhere for the day, and we went to a massive HMV. Of course, it was massive to me because I would have been like, maybe 15 <laughs> and everything was massive when I was 15 um, and they had vi- and I just kind of got back into wrestling mm. and they had a selection of videos and dad said you can have a video so I am old lest we forget you can have a video and it was I don't know why I picked that one in particular I think I was excited by an, a, a one hour match Yeah, like oh that sounds interesting how are they going to do that so I got that so my fir- that was my first memory of it is buying it in a random HMV do you miss wrestling videos, though? I had a yeah. double VHS of WrestleMania 2000. Oh. You get loads of them on eBay. Well, I've, I'd, I was contemplating getting some of the, the childhood hits, the ones that are important to me, <laughs> and just doing fuck all of them because I don't have a video player, but, you know. Any WWE in 1985? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice way to do it. I yeah. think so. I think, I think I've still got a bunch of them at home um, in my mom and da- at my mum and dad's home in like a big basket and they said you know what should we ever move or heaven forbid when we go you've got to take you've got to get rid of these because they're just sat here I said I've got nowhere to put them at the moment we'll move to a bigger house so you've got somewhere to put them so you can take it off us so. and you're like oh yeah the thought hadn't crossed my mind <laughs> yeah I want them I want them on a wall in like a in, oh. in a studio room like proudly presented to Alex and just walk in every so often and go yeah you're fucking weird <laughs> what, you, yes. what you need to do is set up like a WWE blockbuster have people come and have the desk. Have Buff Daddy, Buff Bagwell, behind the counter. Just Pablo coming and going, can I please have WrestleMania 9? You're like, of course, Pablo. Uh, we'll put that on promptly. I knew he'd love WrestleMania 9. I love WrestleMania 9, unironically. Oh, I just, love WrestleMania 9. Should we just watch 9. WrestleMania 9 Fuck instead? It, yeah. <laughs> so now you've booked 12, we're going to watch 9. <laughs> Now, we are going to watch 12. It's in the timeline. We have to. So, you're going to watch it with us as well. You're going to watch it with Aiden and with Jack and myself. And what you need to do is you need to get your candy ass to the WWE Network or on Peacock or Pigeon or whatever you watch it on these days. Find WrestleMania 12, March 31st, 1996. Uh, It's two hours and 47 minutes. Get that loaded up. We'll give you a second to do that right now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. We're ready to go. Aiden, are you ready to watch WrestleMania 12? No. Brett versus Brett or Sean, who's your favourite? Sean. Sean. Jack Kins, Brett or Sean, who's your favourite? Fucking Brett. Oh. Brett. Brett, fuck Sean. Fuck off. <laughs> Don't you fuck Sean. Sean fucks you. <laughs> and your mum. And the fucking business. That's... That's what he fucked. You see, well, you're not wrong, but he's a lovely <laughs> lad. You're going to get 60 minutes of this. I'm very excited to hear it. And on go, we're all going to watch it together. In a three, a two, a one, go. I can't believe I sorted your mum 10 minutes into the I was going to say, my mum's never met Sean. <laughs> but I think your mum would like Sean Michaels. I think every mum likes Sean Michaels. He's a lovely he boy. It. Look at him. No, but she's with my dad. He looks like... Rugged. He looks handsome. like Jake Roberts now. So. <laughs> does he? Yeah, he does. Does he play blackjack? <laughs> uh, apparently he used to be good at poker he, he's told me this much he never taught me to play but he's just like oh yeah I've won my money at poker before I was like oh tell me more I was like no I was like alright then sound teach me your secrets now sadly I need to I need to give you some bad news before we get started gents uh, nowhere on the network or nowhere online could I find the free for all that goes before this event uh. which means we miss the Body Donners versus the Godwins Tag Team Championship Tournament Finals. And we miss the Nacho Man versus the Huckster, oh. which has been something that's been building up for a long time. Yeah. Obviously, well, I'm truly devastated. You should be. It's, 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 a, it's a piece of gold. And it was always how I remember the show starting, because obviously I watched it on VHS. So I was like, oh, it's not here. It was a pre-show thing. Ah, oh, Yes. The classic WrestleMania music getting us started, lads. Away we go. So, have you got any results for those pre-show matches? Yes, I have indeed. The Body Donners beat the Godwins. Oh. Sorry, the Godwins beat the Body Donners. Oh. Uh, <laughs> one of that. One of those. Someone uh, won. <laughs> someone won the tag titles. We'll find out on Raw. And uh, Nacho Man and the Huckster went to a non-finish because they both died, and that's that's how the match ended. With, with the referee trying to re, re, to resuscitate both of them uh, and Billy Ned's head going, ah, oh, it doesn't matter, I'll just buy more stars. Are you being and serious with that? Like no, a... this, this was the finish. This was the finish. <laughs> okay. And then the FTC man turned up and gave Billy Ned's head a heart attack. Hey. And, that was, and that was the end of the Billy Ned's head skits. Not a bang, but a whimper. We hardly knew ye. We hardly knew ye. Um, we are in the Arrowhead Pond, now the Honda Center. Uh, opened in 1993 with a Barry Manilow gig. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Favorite Barry Manilow song, Aiden? 
don't know if I can name a Barry Manilow yes, song. Yes, you can. Because you, there was there was a Barry Manilow song that you thought was a, a summary tune. And I had to inform you oh, that Oh, Copacabana? Yeah. Oh, yes, I do like Copacabana. Do you know yeah. what I can name? But it's not my fault. I thought it was a lovely resort. Someone gets like, shot? Yes, but <laughs> such a nice summary tune. Copacabana, it's that one in um, Kokomo. I was like, they're both excellent songs. See, excellent Coco- summer anthems. Kokomo is a summer anthem, I'll give you that. Talking of summer anthems. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him, he's fucking boss. Aid- Aidan's is fine. If those aren't summer anthems, I'm going to stick to my other favourite summer anthem, Pina Colada. <laughs> I do like Pina Colada. Another excellent, excellent song. A lovely summer anthem, yeah. about, only about having a Pina Colada. <laughs> That's a horrible song as well. Yeah. It's like, bored of my wife. I'm going to play around. Oh, I found this, found this woman who's quite nice. Oh, it's my wife. Oh. Who was also but, bored and playing around. Yeah. But, but they find love again, yeah. rekindled. Yeah, but they were both out for some shagging. That is true. And they, they shagged each other. <laughs> it, was, it was the Taylor's oldest time. Vlad. Vlad. Vlad sighted. And the, the neon couple, bottom left. So we got some famous... So no celebrities at this show, which we'll touch on in a bit. Um, but uh, there are some famous fans here. Yeah. Vlad is here. The neon couple are here. Yeah. And also, bowl haircut kid I is here. I saw him straight away, yeah. <laughs> We've already a... seen him once. We'll see him again during the Warriors entrance he in an iconic moment. Furious. Oh, an iconic moment for him later on. So Vader is now... Now, this was meant to be... It's nice because Aiden's here, so we can fill Aiden in on a few bits and pieces. Also, if you're watching on the podcast, on the, on the Patreon... Uh, Jackins has a, a sweaty eye today, so apologies. <laughs> I'm like the fella from Casino Royale, but not with blood, unfortunately. <laughs> Casino Royale with cheese. No one near as handsome as Mads Mickelson. <laughs> Thanks, Aiden. You're welcome. <laughs> Do you want to put like an eye patch on? Nah, it's all right. Well, help <laughs> like Scotty Riggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your uncle looks awful with that beard, if I may say so. It was shortly after this promo that we that we got our first. Pro, uh, after this bit we got our first promo from Yoko that wasn't just the word bonsai <laughs> and it's great because it completely gives away like oh he's not from Japan in case you weren't sure <laughs> he's Jesus. a Samoan blow <laughs> listen to me brother gonna... <laughs> hang on a minute if there was ever any doubt so yeah this was meant to be Vader vs Yoko yeah. but Yoko's ba- massive <laughs> but what yeah <laughs> Vader's just come back from surgery from battering his shoulder so, so thought, they're just two ruined blokes chucking Owen Hart he's mint <laughs> it'll be alright oh Jake's not coming out to his theme I think then they mash him up if you listen you wait best theme in wrestling they mash him up they do a weird thing where they kind of play it's me dad <laughs> Armie Johnson <laughs> big Jake <laughs> Jackin's dad <laughs> And there's Ahmed's theme. Ah, okay. Do you want to give us a big WrestleMania Ahmed impression? <laughs> Brilliant. It's like he's here. So this was the match we were meant to see, right? Those two. And that's about as much of the match as they could have done. <laughs> oh my God, Ahmed versus Bulldog. It's like all our dreams have come true. Bastard. Bastard. Imagine Ahmed Johnson down a Wigan pit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down. <laughs> <laughs> the mine. Yeah, Yoko at... Suicide... At, oh, I'm not going to do a suicide dive. Arm it is! Arm it is! Big hug. If I remember correctly, like, if you listen back to that, he just screams as he goes. <laughs> die! God bless Armand. He went for it. He but, went for it. He but, knows everyone's fucked. He's going for it. Bulldog there. She's like, what are you doing, you leaping swath? <laughs> Don't do that. They'll make me do it. No. We're the same size. <laughs> 
Oh, here we go. This is the, the Big Daddy Giant Haystacks of 1996. Ooh. Big meaty men, smacking meat. Oh, oh. This is Yoko at his biggest. First memory of Yokozuna, Aiden. Ooh, I got the Undertaker 2004 DVD set Ooh. for Christmas. Nice. And on there is Undertaker versus Yokozuna from like Royal Rumble 92, <laughs> 3, I don't know. But it's, it's the one in the casket match where Undertaker gets taken out by 28 men. And then Yoko retains the title. And then Undertaker gets wheeled up and someone goes... <gasps> <laughs> he just stares at the camera like, the Undertaker he's alive all this sort of rubbish 93 isn't it yeah 93, I think it is 93 yeah. he'll never rest in peace oh. and he doesn't and he comes back with the help of Chuck Norris in September <laughs> sorry November rather for Survivor Series and next memory of course is Wrestlemania 9 yeah mm. yeah the night of uh, Yoko versus Brett slash Hogan. Yoko versus Hogan oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You love that night. You can't criticize Apart it. Apart from that bit, it's it's. I just vividly remember watching it as a small child and hating Shawn Michaels. My brother singing his theme to wind me up, and I was like, Nah, not having it. Sexy boy is a banger. <laughs> yeah, but I've been holding this grudge now for thirty years. <laughs> Where did the the anti Shawn sentiment come from? Barbershop window. Is it really? Yeah, I loved the Rockers, and then after that, when he turned heel, I was just like, Nah. And I was just like, nah, I'm not having this. Never forgiven. Never forgiven. And then, you know, getting older and learning about Shawn Michaels, the backstage politicker. And I was like, you little weasel. <laughs> so it, it, it's just been one of those, like, I, I can appreciate him as a wrestler, but I've just, no matter the situation or the match, I've never been on Shawn Michaels' side. Mm. Like, you could put him against, I don't know. The great Carly. Yeah. And I'd be like, good Carly, love. Chop <laughs> 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 Give him a very slow slap and a head squeeze. Oh, God, yeah. You cheeky devil. <laughs> See, I was always curious how far back this went then, and I'm interested, it's interesting that it's as far as the barbershop window. Yeah, yeah. And because he's such a, pol a politicker, if he, hadn't he if he hadn't been creatively told to throw him through the window, probably would have thrown him through the window anyway, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it, It'd in, avoid him through anyway. In my hiatus from wrestling as a kid, was all this. But then when... <laughs> When I came back, it was it was the Austin years, so Michaels wasn't there. So it was just like years of no Michaels. Like, oh, what's he done? He's like, he formed DX and got his knob out. I was like, oh, what a horrible <laughs> man. Has Butcher Fuji got an American flag on the outside? Yeah, he's pro-America now. He's on Yoko's side. America's all right now. Oh, okay. Right? I believe. Yeah, because they, they did this weird thing up there. It was like one line. Oh, Fuji's back here? Yeah. <laughs> Because Cornette said, oh, isn't it terrible that Mr. Fuji fell down those stairs? I was like, we have not heard about this until <laughs> you just said it now. And it turned out Fuji had gone in for surgery, but Cornette decided to make it part of the story. Going, oh, funny how he fell down those stairs. Well, did you push an old man down the stairs? Yeah, monster. Aiden, have you ever seen Ahmed Johnson before? Not wrestle. No. Oh. I've heard you go, ooh. <laughs> And like we have written about him on the website where you're just like, yeah, I think I want to fight Roman Reigns. Like, <laughs> like Ahmed, you're about 90 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he looked ropey in the 2000s. <laughs> oh, God, when he was big T. Big T. I Jeez. think I have watched a wrestling bios video of him on his WCW run and it's just oh, rubbish. It was awful. <laughs> like, I didn't realise for years that that was Ahmed Johnson because he looks <laughs> bollocks. Like he looks awful, yeah. He looks bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> this is well. This is probably the the height of. It looks really good here. 
This is the, the height of Ahmed's power here. This is, the, I think this is probably the best that Ahmed Johnson will ever be in this sort of run between sort of early 96 to early 97. Yeah. Had a push. Goes a bit weird after, like, he kind of half-heartedly joins the nation of yeah. domination and then gets injured and then they just forget all about it. I think he has a... Does he have a run in 98? Oh, I'm not sure. Because I know that he, he left to take care of his sister, I think, who wasn't mm. well. I feel like he came. He, he appeared in the 1998 Royal Rumble. I feel like he did. Well, well, well I was going to say, ah. we'll wait two years on the podcast. And <laughs> then we will know. But yes, Ahmed Johnson from 1995 to 1998. Hey. Mm, no idea what he did. He can't have been around long after sort of the Rumble. Yeah. Because I certainly don't remember doing anything significant. Like, this isn't an accurate comparison, but the closest to say is he was like the pre-Goldberg Goldberg. He came in, he was intense, mm. he was a bit dangerous um, and flattened people, and they pushed him. Christ. But then he just flat, sort of just peters out. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a spine buster, which looks painful, and he's got a tiger driver, which is quite safe. And aside from that, not much. When he rocked up in one of the first weeks he was on Raw, after those vignettes of like, my mom loved me. Like, there was a couple of weeks of those. Like, stay in school, kids. Don't do a drug. And then he turned up on Raw and just body slammed Yokozuna. <laughs> and we all went, whoa! Push him to the moon, you cowards! Yeah. That's amazing! Just got him with ease. Wham! Eat a dick. But he should be a Vince McMahon's, like, perfect wrestler. Yeah. Looks good. Hungry bum. Yeah. Vince <laughs> like, loves a hungry bum. <laughs> nice pecs. <laughs> the hungry bum tagging a... with the hungry and the bum. I Ooh. bet he's got a lovely smile. <laughs> I don't know. He's never smiled. Not that I've seen. Oh. He flicks his tongue like a lizard a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He likes doing that towards the hard, towards the nearest camera. Big pop for Jake. Oh, so it's it's a tough one at the moment because they're they're popping for Jake on Raw. Like everyone's excited to see Jake on Raw, and then he wrestles and people go, "Oh no." Yeah. But they still pop for the DDT. Oh, and big pops for the DDT and the short. There you go. Little pop for the short arm. They love the DDT. Fight me, WCW. You go, random man. Even though by this point, like the DDT has become a bit of a standard move. Yeah. yeah. Jake doing it with a little bit of stink on That's it. special. Well, yeah. This is why I, I don't see the argument of people saying too many super kicks. It was like, well, that's fine. The drop kick was a finisher at one point, but everyone does a drop kick. Yeah. As long as the originator or the person who has it as a finisher still has it as a finisher, it's fine. You are, yeah. yeah. You can argue that the, that person does it the best yeah. and has a little secret to it that, that puts the opponents down that no one else does. Like a, like a, like a mystery source. For a lamb chop. Exactly. <laughs> if I make a lamb chop, it's okay. If Aiden Gibbons makes a lamb chop, ooh, succulent. Yeah. You've got to go full on. You've got to go in there. It's a mystery sauce. But if Fraser Porter makes a lamb chop, ooh, get oh. that in a restaurant. <laughs> and spin my nipple nuts and send me to Alaska. <laughs> oh, that'd be delicious. You'll get restaurant-sized portions from Fraser, though. It'll just be a tiny I bit know. of... I, I hate that made of pet peeve. Carl likes to go to all these fancy restaurants. Like, not if they're not filling me, like, plate up. What's food. a fancy restaurant to Aiden Gibbons? I don't know. <laughs> but, like, fancy restaurants, like, pitch and piano. It's like, why don't we go there? It's like, it's like, no, it's like I'll have some floppy noppy with on croute. I'm like, floppy no. Floppy noppy on croute. I've been there. Yeah, yeah it's nice. I'm not having any of that rubbish. I just call the kid called floppy noppy. <laughs> He's in jail now. He's, yeah. <laughs> His house burnt down. He's all the floppy did. <laughs> Like disc with an ass. Disc, yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> All the floppy discs. Uh, I was the floppy and the floppy disc. Remember floppy discs? The world missed a men boob. 
Two and a half meg on a floppy disk. Would you have memory of a floppy disk? I always forget yeah. how old you are. So, like, this, this is a weird thing. Like, when I was in primary school, because it was, like, 2002, 2003, you still had, like, floppy disks and all that. Like, I don't think you got USBs in, like, 2005. And our school was poor, so we definitely had a floppy disk. Yeah, USBs would have been about then, because I started uni in 2007, I think mm. it was. And I got a four gig USB stick and it cost me like 50 quid. 50 pound? Something daft like that. I got it with my student loan because I thought, Jeez. I'm going to need this to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Four gig. And I was like, oh, it's loads that. <laughs> Feels like a lot. Yeah, but yeah. that was like one movie. If that. If that, yeah. yeah. You want to get, get yourself a 64 gig drive. Like a hard drive. <laughs> they used to be. The, I remember there was a shop in. I think it might be Dixon's that did a 64 gig hard drive. Ooh. It was about this long. <laughs> it's like oh, all them gigs. <laughs> it was nine albums I can put on there. <laughs> oh. I've got a one terabyte one in the house. Oh. Good for them Xbox Series X games. <laughs> I need to get one of them. So we know which hard drive we're searching when the police <laughs> pop out. Tell us where it is. Uh, <laughs> Lovely. Ah, pitch perfect from Bully Man. Nice. Jim is that Connor. one? Two. There's a two. He's like, he kicked out. He kicked out for two. Bastard. Two. Snake King. I make snake burgers like earthquakes in the past. <laughs> Vader tagging. I need to write this down. I need to, quick, I've got to get my pen. <laughs> I've had another brilliant entrepreneurial idea. <laughs> snake Burger King. And Chop King. <laughs> get Ket Kabashi to work weekends. <laughs> get Ket Kabashi to do commercial. <laughs> oh, these chops. They're good, but not as good as these chops from Chop Kick. Oh, delicious. Come, nom, come nom, down. Nom. Bring the kids. I'm TV's Kenta Kabashi. <laughs> Bring the kids to Chop King. Hello, I'm TV's Kenta Kabashi. <laughs> you may know me from all Japan. <laughs> He's resting a match. He just goes, Boah, stay down, you brute. Hi, I'm TV's Kenta Kabashi. Remember the burning hammer? Oh, that was a good time. Why, hey, is, why is your hammer just, will be burning after this. Just this Brian chop. Potter from Phoenix Knights. <laughs> <What>, why? <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> yeah, right, I'm Kenny Kavashi, but I'm not beating fuck out of Mister Masawa. I am um, selling some lovely chops. Kawada, someone's burnt me club down. <laughs> <laughs> it was that Len Masawa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kabashi, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here he is, Miss Sour, Miss Sour, Miss Sour. We're trying some new things in my, in my wrestling promotion. <laughs> oh, I don't like you, Miss <laughs> Miss Sour Penny. Cabaret, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about horses, Aiden. What is the perfect name for a horse? Pete, oh, Pete, a, Pete is the perfect name for a horse, right? <laughs> Like no human you, should be called you, Pete. You haven't you haven't missed a bit, by the way. This hasn't skipped ahead. We have just launched into a conversation <laughs> about the perfect name for a horse. Well, you see, it all comes from because when I was a kid, oh. I used to do horse riding, and my horse was a beautiful white stallion called Pete. It was a, it was, sure a, it was a horse, bloke, and no human <laughs> should be called Pete. Peter is a fine human name. Okay. Um, pet is fine for the <laughs> nice. Introduction. All right, uh, that's pet. the wrong word, but that'll do. Yeah. But Pete, horse's name, nothing more. <laughs> Pete Dunn, glad they got rid of that. <laughs> Butch is a much better name. Is Lovely it DDT there? Because you, when you kept hearing Pete Dunn, you went, "Oh, why is there a horse wrestling?" Yeah. I was like, "Can't take him seriously. He's a horse." Is oh, it... imagine that. <laughs> Volta versus Pete the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Volta versus a horse. Who can kick the shit out of each other? Horse. Oh, Hobbs versus hoofs. Hoofs. <laughs> oh, Christ! Volta's kicking shit out of the horse. Oh, is Cornette getting a duh-duh-duh? 
I can't remember if he does or not. Nah, Vader's up. He's not. <laughs> oh, belly bounced him. <laughs> old belly push from Vader. He's too far for that Vader bomb. Yeah, if I were Jake, I'd be rolling a little bit closer. He's miles away. Jesus Christ. Good luck, Vader. Oh, oh he made it. That might be it, you know. Oh. That's that. The dirty, dirty heels won the first one. Mmm. Well done, every, well done, everybody. We all got through it. Like, so Vader, bless him. I enjoyed that. Going into this match, like, his back is fucked. Uh, but, but Vince has said, look, can you just get over the line to WrestleMania? Because we've only got, like, six matches. <laughs> and one of them you can't do proper, so we're going to put you some mates. So, like, they're just glad he got over the line. Have they got lots of injuries at this point? Or, the, or is the roster just dead small? Just a small roster. Yeah. There's no... There's no. Nah, it's not really an injury. Whoa, is there? No, it, it's it's starting to regrow. Um, obviously, this timeline, Razor Ramon's in the doghouse. Mm. Diesel said he's leaving. Uh, Sean Waltman's pissed off because his last match, he was put in a nappy. Um, so, yeah. So they brought Piper back. They brought Warrior back. They brought Jake back. While constantly saying, oh, WCW, it's full of old bastards. Yeah. <laughs> The new generation. Here's Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> We're playing that game, aren't we? Okay. Um, what did the six-man tag get? What did Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer award the the six-man tag opener? One star. One star is a good guess, Jack. Uh, well, I was going to say one, like three quarters of a star. Two and a half stars. Two and a, I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Dave's notoriously stingy. Yeah, he was very polite to the... Uh, He's going to hear this, Dave, I think. This is not All Japan 1996. <laughs> it's stiffer than All Japan 96, this match. <laughs> it bloody is. The build's been brilliant. I don't, I don't understand the build. Is it basically that Goldust? Goldust is basically saying, hey, Piper, I want to shag you. And Piper's like, not having that. <laughs> and that's it. But it's man <laughs> games. But they're kind of, they're pivoting, really, because the plan was originally going to be um, Goldust versus Ramon in a Miami street fight mm. but then Ramon went I'm leaving so Vince went alright you know, you're not getting a fucking Wrestlemania paycheck so sit this one out put Piper in so they kind of moved, they kind of pivoted it towards Goldust and Piper as the commissioner mm. and that's what brings us here it's Goldust going mm, I want to play your bag Piper and Piper going I ain't afraid of mind games I'm fucking mental see you in see you on the streets Marlene. <laughs> she's got his cigar as well. That, that is a big cigar. <laughs> no, she's just very small. She's <laughs> <laughs> a, a twig on fire. She's just, <laughs> <laughs> she's just far away. She's just far away. She's got a wall sausage between the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, just watch how needlessly violent this match is. He's just Mad Max, isn't he? Yeah, so, so right, the build has just been, oh, Piper, I fancy you. Piper's like, I'm not, not keen on this. And this I'll is basically... I you to touch my penis, you this is man. A, right, oh, it's just FMW. It's a mint car. Mm. Look at that. Very brown. Man games. So, uh, not to spoil the action, this was uh, taped three weeks before. I've got to say, it looks a bit grey outside. Watch. Mm. Fuck off. <laughs> this is one of Effie's favourite matches. This is one of Effie's Desert Island Graps matches that we watched together for a Desert Island Graps Revisited. This is Piper just reliving They Live, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just bubble gum. <laughs> it's, it's just... It's, 
It's a level of violence that the storyline hasn't warranted. <laughs> I love this match. It, it's like the complete opposite of like a just an out of nowhere twenty five minute banger for a storyline's been going on two weeks. Yeah, this is just. Goldust's been playing mind games, so Piper's like, I'm going to fucking kill you with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what's going on here. Why is there a plate of food outside? You know, <laughs> catering. Catering says? Hollywood backlot. It's the right. Hollywood backlot brawl. Oh. So they're, they're on a backlot. So there's there's catering. Bin full of shredded paper. <laughs> that's old scripts, probably. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, a, not, a, not a stone unturned in this particular match. Just wait until they're on the bonnet. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Must be hard wrestling and all that. Oh, yeah. Spandex. And, and he's just been firing a hose everywhere. So it's, <laughs> it's as slippy it, as anything. It's slick as well. But I like the fact he's like, oh, he's in a car, better fire a hose at it. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shall put on my windscreen wipers. <laughs> <laughs> We've never heard of rain before. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't ready for this. P- Piper's the uh, WWF acting president at this time as well. He is. What? He's Mr. President. So, so he just booked himself in the match? Basically, so basically, Storyline. so... Um... Oh, here we go. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's just because Goldust kept being creepy towards him. Oh. And he was like, oh, how about we have a fight, Mr. Oh, President? So, so Piper's like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, we'll have a fight. I'll make a man out of you. <laughs> right. Oh. Oh, bat, bat, bat. He just grabbed by the ass. He thought he was sure he didn't <laughs> want him to touch him. <laughs> Here we go, Roddy. Is this the bit that you're thinking of? I hope so. I don't know what was happening it's, there. It's been a while. <laughs> I don't know who these extras are. They are having a lovely time. Though. That must be half a lot, you know. That'll be slippy as anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just put his closed fist to Just closed fist twats him in the head. Proper twat him. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Why is he actually just leathering? Him? So th- I watched. I think it was inside the ropes. I think it was uh, our boy Kenny McIntosh Kenny. Uh, talking to Goldust, and Goldust said to Piper, "Right, I want you to give me color, open me hard way." Mm-hmm. So Piper just punches him as hard as he can in the face twice, but instead of like n- with his knuckles, he punched him flat so it wouldn't make him bleed. And it Piper, Piper broke his hand. <laughs> so, oh God! So Piper's got a broken hand. Goldust possibly concussed because Roddy Piper just punched him in the face twice. <laughs> and then there's another bit in a second which wasn't planned and almost ended the match and Roddy Piper's <laughs> career. It's just... Just <laughs> 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 a runaway bin. Stop that bin! <laughs> So I'm sure that wasn't meant to happen, was it? Oh, he's, he's not meant to run him over. No. Well, no, no. I now what I had read is that uh, in Piper's book, uh, v- Piper uh, asked Vince if he could watch his son during the during the recording of this. And can you look after Colt? Yeah. Well, I look after this. And Vince said, "Okay, I'll do it. Uh, but you need to do you need to do something for me." And he said, "What's that? Get hit by the car." <laughs> So, so Piper's like, fine. And his, his hand, his palm is bleeding from someone because there's now blood all over the car. Because he's just broken his hand, basically. Well, I'm sure. Was it a case of. He's going to hit gold dust. No, he's chasing him. Oh. And that's the end of the match ish. For now. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was something like. Then, then he may have fucked him up by hitting him with the car. I'm sure, like. 
quite. I mean, I mean, it was a Hollywood bump for the car. So like Piper yeah. knew how to take it, so it looked like he was getting hit. So he he prepped for it as best as he could. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, this. I don't think you ever come out of getting hit by a car unscathed no. completely. There he is, Dave. Now Dave didn't give a Meltzer rating for these. Dave wasn't against it though. Was he not? No, no, no. Dave said like it was a well-produced piece, and he said actually, with the exception of the Ultimate Warrior match, it gets probably the biggest reaction of the night from the live crowd, which is incredible considering it's a taped segment yeah. on a screen. And when you've got a good hand in the mid card, and a good hand in the mid card as well, presenting lads. Is he T Man by this point? Uh, he is indeed T Man mm. by this point. He is now Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think on the podcast, this is his second appearance as Stone Cold. Stone Cold. But he's, he's actually got the boots now as well. But he's only recently shaved his head and grown a little beard and yeah. changed his tights to black. And, but even there, just still Steve Austin. He used to have a beautiful blonde head of hair, didn't he? Yeah, but... Quite literally th- stunning. But by the time he got to WWF, he only had about three years left. <laughs> he did, bless him. And that's coming from me. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, uh, yeah. if you're watching with us, uh, current time check, 27 minutes and 30 seconds. 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. Ooh, so, them white boots don't look good, do they? No. no. So that's, that's the end of the ringmaster with those white boots. So this was, um, it was going to be Savio Vega and Razor Ramon tagging up in the tournament. Was Razor Ramon fighting everybody? <laughs> well, Razor was meant. Well, I don't know how well they were meant to do in the tournament, but because he'd already said, "Hey, Vince, I'm going." Vince just pulled him from everything and went, "Right, you're gonna, you're not gonna do anything on TV. You're not gonna do WrestleMania. But you're gonna go on the European tour and you're gonna lose every night to Goldust, and then see you later." That'll teach you for wanting a different job. Yeah. So therefore, it left Savio kind of in the lurch for, in the tournament, and they haven't got any tag teams. So they did the whole story with, "Oh, by random draw, you've got Steve Austin as a tag partner," and then all that bullshit happened. That'll teach you, Razor. You're not going to make any money when you go to that world championship wrestle. <laughs> it's just a pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> You'll go there, be a lower card talent. You'll be back in the WF in one year. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the WrestleMania debut of Steve Austin, everybody. Yeah. They love a flag, don't they? Love a flag. Yeah. Two mat- three matters in it, and already two American flags <laughs> for the World Wrestling Federation. Me being a gimp then, thinking about Steve Austin, I was like, right, so this is his match at 12. I was like, what's his match at WrestleMania 13? I was like, oh, I'm gone. <laughs> Possibly the best WrestleMania match of all time. In fact, if you watch the uh, every WrestleMania match ranked list, you'll um, find out where it ends mm. up. I didn't even think that for Was that a cheap plug, was it? It was a cheap plug. That I took taught me you fucking well. months. I know it did, yeah. <laughs> it did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, quite literally, a pandemic. It, it did, yeah. It was May. Kept you busy, didn't it? May to October, I think it was. I remember the brief period when we were back in the office, and that's probably where I met you for the first time, mm. and we were talking about that list. And it was while we were back in the office for those two weeks that I went, I'm having a break from this. I'm going to rank every ECW world champion, and then went back to it. Ah, uh, you did, didn't you? A little yeah. summer holiday from the every WrestleMania match ever. Yeah. Yeah, that took up most of your year, that did, didn't it? Talking about ranked lists. <laughs> oh, sausage! <laughs> How is the sausage list going? I've, I've not looked at it. But is this why you're crying all the time? Now? It's why I'm crying all the time. <laughs> obviously, when I, when I first started it, ranked low on the list were B-Fab and Ashanti, The Adonis, and now they're back, so that's going to have to be reconsidered. Okay, <laughs> <So, laughs> now. Yeah. No, Triple H, please, no more returns for... A couple of months. What other managers could he bring back? <laughs> Jim Cornette. 
<laughs> I, think, uh, I mean, Jimmy Hart said he wants to manage Omos. So, Imagine that. Yeah. Omos with just weird old <laughs> Jimmy Hart. Mouth of the South just screaming at him. Omos is number one, baby! <laughs> Running around him like he's the giant in 96. The thing is, though, I loved Jimmy Hart back in the day, but I don't think I'd be keen to see him as a manager in 2022. He he's quite literally 85 years old. <laughs> he hasn't changed his look since he was 45 years old. <laughs> Style never goes out of fashion. I thought you said Stalin never goes St out of fashion. I mean, neither does he. <laughs> it depends who you ask. <laughs> Stalin sympathizes. The crowd are happy to see Steve Austin and Savio Vega. Yeah, they are having the best time. The, um, the crowd aren't the most lively for this WrestleMania. No. But don't worry, there is a 60-minute match that'll no doubt perk them up <laughs> with action they will completely understand. Surely. Meltzer, I'll give you this little bit from Meltzer a little earlier than I was going to. Um, Meltzer compares this WrestleMania sort of in terms of the card and the energy top to bottom as, quote, a very well-produced house show. Ah. Oh. Oh. Damning. Damning. Piper's on the yellow phone. Piper should be using his phone while driving. No, he shouldn't. Well, there was no laws against it then. Oh, that's true, yeah. He could he could take his seatbelt off and smoke seven cigarettes. And we can hear sirens in the background, so he's done something naughty. <laughs> yeah, this is a cheap plug, but... Go for it. Our Konosuke Takeshita article is doing the rounds on the wrestling right now. Yay! So if you missed it on Sunday... Um, Coldaholic were well represented at Progress. Aiden and Fraser Porter were there. Uh, you had a lovely chat with Konosuke. I did. Uh, Takeshita. And uh, and also with Big Demo, the new Progress champion. Yeah. So, He's a lovely man. Mm. Very hairy. Very I mean, hairy man. me and Fraser were chatting about it. And basically went, he is just a slightly bigger Jack Atkins. <laughs> and when Aiden told me that, I went, yeah. Nice. I'd love to see Demo at a car for you, though. Imagine it. Oh, he'd put that away. Three Yorkshires. I want to see like an evolution chart. Once you've been through your carvery, an evolution chart of Jack Kins. Because like you've got like Big Demo, you've got Arn Anderson <laughs> from the 70s. <laughs> so what? Uh, <laughs> it's like, a, like a Pokemon. Yeah, because that could be. Because I was going to say the cultaholic Pokemon would be Andrew into Richard Tubman into me. Ah, but, yeah. But in, the, in the rest of the one, it would be what? Me into Damo into Arn Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> or some other combination of it. He's calling him a fruitcake, which is a word that was acceptable in the 90s. <laughs> so basically, yeah, now putting it in this context. So if you're just coming into this, it's like, okay, so Roddy Piper's turned up and he's basically gay bashed a man. And now he's chasing him across the country because he wants to kill him at WrestleMania. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It's great TV, you know what it is. When you put it like that. <laughs> well, this is what I was saying the other week. Um, when Not Lewis... the gear bashing, but no. just chasing him out across the country. Lewis House, one of our writers, was um, asking people what matches would you show to a non-wrestling fan? Ooh. And he said it doesn't have to be the best matches. And I 
genuinely suggested that and the kennel from hell and he went don't be stupid I was like no I'm being serious <laughs> you can't just show good ma- if you show him mm. wrestling to someone who's never seen it before show him the kennel from hell and show him Goldust vs Roddy Piper and they'd be like what the fuck is this this is mad I mean we had like my friends around who like very few of them like wrestling but I brought them around the match that I thought I'd stick on was Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan Brilliant. from the PCW show. Yeah. And they're just watching Bryce Remsburg just go wild, basically. <laughs> like, this is it's like a one-man show from Bryce Remsburg, that, isn't it? Basically, it's just him going, oh, oh my God. It's amazing. Talk of oh my God. Is that OJ? Hi! Yes! Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's all this was for. It was just to cheaply put in footage of OJ and say it's Roddy Piper. They splice in footage of o- the OJ Simpson car chase and claim it's Roddy running from the Rosses. Does anybody not just know that it's the OJ car chase? <laughs> I think it's I think it's I think it's WWF doing something that that they've they they've attempted in the, in the past called satire. I think that's what they're doing. Yes. But when was the OJ car chase? Like eight months before this. It wasn't. It was still relatively news. Yeah. But we done the plug it on Raw, where it was you could vote if he was guilty yes, or not. Yes, that was only a few months ago. Yeah, and they got a lot of complaints. Mm. Is OJ guilty? Yes or no? Like really? This is this is our, this is what we're doing for Raw, is it? Yeah. I appreciate wanting to be topical, absolutely. But maybe without that bit, just yeah. just a wild thought. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know anything. <laughs> No, I, I don't know nothing. But have you watched the OJ documentary? Is it was it made in America? No, I haven't seen. It's like it. the eight-hour-long one. It's fucking brilliant. Is it good? It's really. It's in like three parts because for the first part for us, for because my mate watched it as well. Like we didn't realize how big of an NFL star he was. We just know him for being murderer OJ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no. Murder OJ. He wasn't found guilty. Alleged murder at OJ Simpson. So the first the glove fits, you must have quit. I think he definitely is a bank robber, though. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so the, fir- the first three hours of the documentary is about his career and his upbringing. The second three hours is basically the murder trial. And the last two hours is like everything since. And it's really good watch, but obviously he's not doing it in one sitting. No, it's quite heavy. How much they, how much they talk about Naked Gun? I think Naked Gun is mentioned. Because <laughs> the old rumour, isn't it, that um, he was considered for the part of the Terminator, but they said, oh, no, he's not believable as a killer. I mean, the court, the, 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 the jury would say, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> the old Chewbacca defence. <laughs> the, jury, the jury agreed with you. Yeah. That's a very loud ring. It's no, a, no, it's, it's a, a very quiet, quiet crowd. crowd. <laughs> <laughs> the ring is the ring is alarmingly the normal <laughs> level of volume. <gasps> the crowd just aren't biting on Vega versus Austin oh, yeah. at WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, how much build has had two weeks? I mean, it's had it's had a tiny bit of build on superstars. Yeah. Nothing on Raw. Why so very little on Raw. WrestleMania. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like. They put all their eggs in the in the Hart Michaels basket very early on. Like they've been building the Hart Michaels thing for a while, and Undertaker Diesel, and the return of the Warrior, and then the Vader uh, Yoko stuff. Mm. But there's a couple of gaps that they could have maybe added something a bit more beefy than this match. Poor Tim White getting absolutely clattered there. <laughs> <coughs> Aiden, who's your favourite referee? <coughs> My favourite referee? Oh, God. Well, like, in history or just current? Uh, in all time. Oh. I do like Mike Kyoda. 
Mike Yoda. I've, I've just got vivid memories of him from WrestleMania 17 where he just lies there for about 20 years while Undertaker and Triple H are having their match. Once they can those elbow drop him halfway through there. I know, he? but he takes a great bump. Yeah, he does. I do love Charles Robinson, though. He takes a great, great bump. Charles Robinson. Yeah, Tim White or Charles Robinson for me. Always like Charles Robinson. Who's your favourite, Tom? OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. <laughs> Ken Shamrock. You're right, Rennie. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your eye when he sent off Shira. <laughs> Shira, my favorite referee. That's rude. That I mean, Tim White's great, and I, I do know what I know. She gets a lot of grief. I really like. I really like Aubrey Roberts. Like I know why she gets grief because she's very Aubrey, Aubrey Edwards. Aubrey, Aubrey Roberts. You're, you're thinking of Audrey Roberts from Coronation. <laughs> I am thinking of <laughs> John. <laughs> Audrey Roberts from Cory is a ref. Aubrey Edwards. <laughs> I like Aubrey. I do like I Aubrey. Like Aubrey. I think she's she, a good ref. She gets I a lot of fun. Like, yeah, I like how animated she is. Like, it's fucking wrestling. That'll mean nothing to anyone listening to the audio of me just doing a random point across the room. But the yeah. Patreon's appreciated it. Is the camera still running, actually? Yeah, I just double checked it a second ago. And then Austin's won his first match. Well done, Austin. Oh, I missed the end. I was too busy pointing. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think it mattered. <laughs> Of course it was stuck. He's, I mean, the ending's still going on. Look, He's still got him in the dream. He, he, yeah. Not facing the hard cam, admittedly. No stunner. No. Has he done a stunner yet? Not that I've seen. No. See, it's funny because, like, <laughs> wrestling is... Um, the, the way that WF does wrestling to the hard cam means that I notice stuff like the fact that his finish isn't to the hard cam. Yeah. Like, which it should be for yeah. greatest effect. They ain't trained them yet. Mm. I think they have, but I think it's just every so often they forget. It's not as like, like, WWF went through a period for a long time, and I think we're kind of relaxed that a bit, where like every beat and move is yeah. controlled mm. and told, go here, go there, go there, go there. I think it's weird looking at some footage from like early Attitude Era of Roar's Wars when the hard cam would be on the, other, on the WCW side at times, and they kind of played hard and loose with it sometimes. Mm. I think when a crowd is thin, uh, it's it's it sucks. It was who was there? There's a couple of people that were, who were I saw who were front row of NXT Takeover for WrestleMania, and they're having a great time. And they were taking photos. They're like, "Oh, what a great match! What a great point!" But but the crowd is so thin for that one. Yeah, like all they're yeah. doing is taking photos of empty seats on the other side. And I'm like, this is not a good look. Yeah, it was like, okay, we'll put everything this side. It'll look great. It was just like. There's no one there, man. I mean, that, I mean, what tells you is they haven't done a big show since, have they? No. Talking of big shows, there's Roddy Piper. There's, uh, <laughs> <a car> chase. <laughs> there's Roddy Simpson. <laughs> I do like how they've kept consistent with the car, though. They made sure they get an OJ-like vehicle. Yeah, it was Ford Bronco, wasn't it? Yeah. And then they went. They, they had to discontinue it afterwards because of the ne- negative connotations. Yeah. I think, was, I think like, you could buy it. It might be in a museum somewhere, the car. God. Handsome people oh, there. Hello, Mr. Perfect. Hey. Diesel is a handsome man, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Always dyed his hair black again. For a while, he'd let it go brown. He was basically just being Kevin Nash. Yeah. But now he's like, got to get that black hair. Yeah. So the, the build for this is Diesel was a bit of a tweener after losing the title. Mm. And now he's gone kind of heel and he <laughs> smashed up the Undertaker's home, aka an actual coffin with an axe. And then Undertaker was like, you little bastard, I'm going to kill you. What's going through Diesel's mind? 
Speak into the mic, Kev. <laughs> no, they call just Big Daddy Cool. <laughs> Big Daddy Good for nothing. Tiff. Takes cool of you? <laughs> That's what Big Daddy's got to say. <laughs> this is hilarious because Giant Haystacks is about to debut for WCW. Big Daddy getting a nod on WWE. Can he break the streak? You think you're special? <laughs> you do. Here we go. Hey. The weather has suddenly transformed. It's suddenly much nicer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, by the way, oh, here we go. Uh, Austin Vega, what did Dave Meltzer give it? One and three quarters. One and three quarters? One. Two. Ah. Mm, close. Steve Austin's debut for WrestleMania. And here we go. Another big debut. Oh, yes. The debut of Brock Lesnar's wife and the head of WWE Creative. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> what a team. Sably. <laughs> Sably. Big yes. nose, aren't it? Yeah. yeah. So welcome, Rena Mero. Oh, is she married to Mark Mero? Isn't he in WCW? He is. Let's not think any more about it. <laughs> I'm sure it's not connected in any way, shape, or form. I'm not looking forward to the mega push that Sable will get. Oh, yeah. It, it got a bit much, didn't it? I understand she was popular, and, you know was in Playboy and all that, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> crap in the ring, crap on the mic. <laughs> so I think, if I'm right, I think this is Hunter Hus Helmsley's WrestleMania debut too. So uh, back to back, we had Austin and Triple H's WrestleMania debut. Yeah. Because I don't think he competed at Mania 11. No. No, he didn't. No. no. No, he didn't. I don't think he did. So, there you go. Welcome to so two guys who will headline WrestleMania is debuting at this WrestleMania. When does Hurst Helmsley's theme change to Ode to Joy? Because I thought that was fucking brilliant. I th by King of the Ring, it has. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. But Hunter Hurst Helmsley is not important. The main event's coming up. <laughs> but we've... That's very... So, what I forgot to mention was earlier in the day... Before this match happened, um, Warrior had met with Hunter Hurst Helmsley to discuss the match. And Warrior had pitched this idea. Uh, give me the pedigree and I'm just not going to sell it and I'll get up. Perfect. And Hunter right. wasn't very happy about it. So he went and said, hey, Gerald Briscoe, I'm not happy about this. So Briscoe went back to Warrior and said, we're not cool with you just not selling the pedigree. And Warrior went, nope, fuck it, that's what we're doing. Let's see if they convinced the otherwise. <laughs> Aiden is the excite. I mean, the buddy ultimate warrior. How can you not be excited? Oh, look at that. He's actually one of the coolest men of all time, is the ultimate warrior. The character. Yes, the character. <laughs> Jim Helwig's an arsehole. But look at that character. <laughs> there he is, look just standing there. <laughs> Wait till he starts running. <laughs> We'd seen him Here just jogging comes. on the spot. Come on. There we go. Yay! <laughs> I was never a Look big, at that court. I was never a big Warrior fan as a kid. Oh, I love him. I was a Hulkamaniac when I was talking very little. 
it was like the way I never really liked the Incredible Hulk when I was a kid. I was like, oh, he just runs around. And he's just a bit of a babbling arsehole. Exactly. He runs around, smashes people, <laughs> takes names. Yeah. Oh. Now age 33, I think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but age three. Nah. Get yourself a warrior, lad. That is an amazing jacket. I'll buy that. <laughs> that is a... You're looking good. You'll be pleased to hear bought a new jacket the other day despite it oh, being hot again. It's yeah. not a coat this time. Uh, it's, it's a thin coat. <laughs> <laughs> a jacket's <laughs> just a thin coat. How much did it cost you this time? It was RRP 165. I got it for 40 quid off Depop. What, what oh, nice. Bargain. Yeah. I need to try Depop more. Oh, you get some good stuff it, at Depop. Yeah. Like. If you're looking for something specific... Uh, I listed loads of stuff yesterday, so hopefully some of that sells. Can people buy your jackets? Any psychos out there that want to buy clothes of Jack Atkins what specifically? I put, up, put up some t-shirts, uh, put up a coat, I put up three jackets, three pairs of trainers, maybe four, and some t-shirts. And... But where do they need to go get the cheap plug-in that they can buy all your rubbish? I can't remember what my <laughs> username is on it, and I've not got my phone on there, so... <laughs> Shambles. Just look for sexy cool coats belonging to a sexy cool man. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll find Jack Gack. <laughs> so Jerry Lawler had done a little bit in the run-up to this where he had sources that told him that the warrior was 400 pounds and bold. <laughs> and there was a little running thing where, where Lawler would go, oh, my sources tell me this. And it was always really wrong, which is apparently a little dig at like the observer at this point. But it's just a kind of... I mean, they're make, still doing the digs now, aren't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. But they but they were just getting a, f a few things in there just to kind of associate the word sources with a negative connotation yeah. and a wrong connotation. Did you have WF stands at this point? Probably. I reckon you probably did. They just bought the magazine. They weren't on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's see. They had a chat about it earlier. See how useful the chat was. Nice pedigree. And the chat. <laughs> and the chat was useless. <laughs> He's warrioring up. And people wondered why the golden shovel happened. Protect your bloody finisher. <laughs> Bang. Regal got very cross gone. on the podcast this week about people not protecting their finishers. Did he? Yeah. Regal seems like a hangry man. Do you know what? I love him because like his podcast is a combination of like Spike Milligan and Mick Miller gags. Then some really sad road stories, and then just like giving everybody a bollock. <laughs> yeah. Like it just drifts between them. Like I, I, after some episodes, I feel like going, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, Regal. Just protect your bloody finishes. Oh, he's cooked him. Oh, he's, co oh, he's cooked him. Oh, he's cooked him. That's the loudest the crowd's been all night. Hello, my little marshmallow. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Nice to see uh, Ultimate Warrior's arm tassels represent the flag of Germany. As well. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big, big, big fan of Ulf Herman, isn't he? Yeah. He had a match with Ulf Herman a few months ago. He did, yeah. Proud son of the Rhineland yeah. Ultimate Warrior. He's also a big fan of Von Wagner on NXT. <laughs> and Franz Beckenbauer. I mean, who doesn't love Franz Beckenbauer? That's true. There you go. Welcome back. What a spectacle. <laughs> contrary to popular belief, that's not Triple H's first loss. Because that was always the thing. Oh, the undefeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley. But he mm. had lost to uh, Bret Hart on Raw mm. in the build-up to this. Mm. But still, he'd he'd been very protected. Yeah, that he was he was very unprotected there for whatever reason. There he is! Bowl haircut kid. Amazing. That was quite a tribute. Good buried. to see him. <laughs> by a warrior. 
I think they just want there was because I think when they had that chat backstage, from what I've read, like Briscoe had sort of appealed for calm and to say like this match should be a little bit more fifty fifty, and Warriors like nope. <laughs> it's like I'm the ultimate warrior. Uh, I'm gonna sell none point. of your shit, <laughs> and I'm gonna beat you with a pass, with a with a with a press slam and a splash. Personally, he doesn't Hello, seem Tom. that problematic. No. So this is a WWF video exclusive. Exclusive. See if he gets it right. <gasps> I thought he was in WCW. What is this? That's a lovely mustache. <laughs> you should grow a mustache. I should not grow a mustache. I look like a paedophile with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like the mustache you grew a while ago. I, no, I didn't grow a mustache. I had COVID-19, Tom. <laughs> Is that what happens when you get COVID? <laughs> I couldn't be bothered to shave. I was like, no. I've got the photo, though. <laughs> but no. We're not, we're not going the mustache. So was this filmed on the day or was this filmed beforehand? It was on the day because it was sort of after this match. Oh, yeah. I'm terrible at finding photos, you know. Ooh, who's that? Is that Sable? Yeah, it's Sable. He, he, Triple H walked out with her. And there we go. Just give him a big moo. <laughs> I like Mark Morrow. Mark Morrow. Morrow. Mark Morrow. Calls him. It's not the first time we've seen Todd on screen for ages as well. Mm. With his weird shaved head. No, I'm sure I'm sure he's been on TV on Superstars. He just said he hasn't been uh, on Raw well, in a while. Yeah, for us. Superstars, yeah, for us, it's the first time in a while. Uh, are we all right to bang off that aircon for a bit? Yeah, go for it. You're a bit hot. Is it wrecking your eyeball? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a lot of empty seats there. Yeah, I know. It's a bit worrying. At WrestleMania. But, uh, yeah, so that was the debut uh, of Mark Mero. Vince really liked the Johnny Be Bad gimmick. Mm. And then as soon as he got in, they went, you can't beat the Johnny Be Bad gimmick because that's WCW owned that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, God, that's the thing that I liked. <laughs> No. You're like, you can be Bill Haley. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, Eddie Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> there's a Blobby cup there. I know, so that. There's a Mr. Blobby. Hell. Just off camera here, there's a, a Mr. Blobby mug. Especially poignant on the day that Mr. Blobby made is reported to have made yeah. his wrestling debut. King of the Indies, Mr. Blobby. <laughs> at a random children's festival in Nottinghamshire. <laughs> Hashtag Mr. Blobby for Super Strong Style 16. Well, the only thing, the only, in the clip, you can be seen struggling to count to three, and then he's tightly put in a berate, and so he just goes and absolutely wallops her off the apron. Oh, so they someone turned heel on Blobby? Oh, yeah. Or did Blobby turn heel? Yeah. Oh, what, by not by refusing to count the three. Is like, he refereeing then? No, no. no he, he was like, had him covered, but he, just, he went one and went, of one. Oh, it's not smart to the business, Bobby. Oh, it's tightly Schoolboy error. What are you doing, man? It's freezing. Blah, 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 blah. See, I'm not having this, like, in his blobby voice, and then bashes her. Starts beating women. <laughs> and Blobby comes back the Hurricane Runner and a plunger. <laughs> blobby! Phoenix splash for the win. Phenomenal. He's a scary bloke, like, isn't he? He's not a bloke. Well, he's a scary, scary, weird, <laughs> egg-shaped what is blobby. Noel Esmond's love child. Yeah. He's a Mr. Blobby, isn't he? He's an yeah. agent of chaos. He's an agent of chaos. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> There's a video that does the round every so often. And it's Mr. Blobby appearing on This Morning when he walks yeah. through the double doors, crashes into a table, and like... <laughs> Falls over around the back of the sofa, and the caption is, "When you come home, and you're trying to act sober, but you're steaming." <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, I relate to this quite a lot." Coming home, steaming. But he just goes, 
hello, Phil. And, yeah. just, and like Phil's like, no, no, I'm not having that. I don't know why I did that in the Ainsley Harriet. Yeah, hello, I was going to say, hello, hello, Jill. Jill just terrified in the corner. Talking of Ainsley Harriet, here comes the other thing. Undertaker's music starts with, why, hello, Jill. <laughs> Where to, Jill? <laughs> so Diesel's out. So Diesel's been the fucking coolest he's been in ages because Vince is just letting him do what he wants to do and he's not trying to make him into like a nice guy superhero. So he's just been a bit of a cocky arsehole. He's been and a he's nice, brilliant. Cool man. Yeah, and he's brilliant. And 195 Elite and I was disgraceful. What, Diesel? Diesel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There he is, big Paulie. Captain Paul. <laughs> Captain Paul. Captain Paul. He has got a All slight... aboard! <laughs> he has got a slight pug wash look to him. He has his name. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard this flight. Your captain today, Paul Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! <laughs> we'll be stopping! <laughs> we are cruising at an altitude of 25,000. <laughs> Don't worry if we crash. My Undertaker will make sure you get to the other side in good time. My wife cannot go that high. So Bollocks. I'm not joining in. I'm quickly too fucking hard for this. <laughs> Hello, Jill. <laughs> good lad, Ainsley. <laughs> top lad. <laughs> He's a top lad. Now, at this point as well, just to give Aiden a little bit of context, at this point... Oh, by the way, what did uh, Dave Meltzer have to uh, to say about the Warrior-Helmsley match? Half a star. Half a star, you reckon? Dud. You're going with a dud? Uh, he has indeed rated it a dud. That's the first time I've ever got one right. <laughs> in, in how long? <laughs> fucking eight months. <laughs> <Longer>. <laughs> it was amazing how quiet the crowd got after the ring intro, but since Helmsley did the pedigree right away and Warrior didn't sell it and went right to the finish, the crowd really picked up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The spot worked. We're all having a go at Warrior. The crowd loved it when he no-sold his finisher. They did love it. I think it's only with hindsight cool because shot. Triple H became a massive star. If yeah, it was like, if he'd known sold, say, Aldo Montoya, we'd just be like, eh. yeah, Warriors back. <laughs> but it's the, it's the fact that it's it's somebody who basically, who literally runs the business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All these years later. He's quite the most powerful man yeah. in wrestling now. I don't know. I've heard Claudio Castagnoli can lift more than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> what, more than a dog? More than several dogs. Imagine him swinging dogs around. That's just horrible. I would just swing dogs around. Dogs are lovely creatures. They might be, they might be dicks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it was like a rabid dog, that's, that's totally fair. But not like a lovely... You could swing some cats around. Sweet cats, bastard hound. Cats can be <laughs> arseholes. Cats can be arseholes. Yeah. That's why I like them. What, what keeps shitting in my garden at the minute? <laughs> Are you sure it's a cat? It's awful. No, definitely a cat. <laughs> awful. Honestly. So like, we've got like a nice flower bed. Yeah. <laughs> lovely flower bed. Nice. We've got Carla bought some summer flowers, whatever rubbish you buy. So this is your partner, Carla? Yes, Car my girlfriend. Uh, there's you, no introduction, yes. Good lady, Carla. Car Carla is my girlfriend. Yes. There you go. Too long, but. Sorry, ladies, he's off the market. Um, so, got all the flowers down the nice flower bed. There's one corner, that's barren. <laughs> barren is <Corbin>. this corner. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what you have to do? What I have to do is plant loads of lavender, apparently. 
Lavender, but mm. also get um get a dog round. I know you look after a dog sometimes. Callie, yeah. Callie the lovely basset hound. And get Callie to piss somewhere. Shout out to Callie. Yeah, that's a good shout. Because then the cat will go, oh fuck, there's a dog, dog here. Yeah. yeah. That's a good shout. Mm. Spray it with something the cat won't like, like dog piss or lavender. Yeah. And uh, that'll keep him away. I mean, the cat's lovely, but stop shitting in my garden. <laughs> is, is it just like a random as cat? No, it's just... next door's cat. Oh, okay. Called Tatty. It's but just Morning Aiden sitting there with a little copy of Viz. <laughs> Sat there reading fucking Viz. Just taking that little shit. No, she comes over in the middle of the night and doesn't do while I'm there. Ah, oh, in the dead of night. Dead night, like some sort of literally cat shit, like creeping in, shit. Fucking cat shit creeper. Oh. I was about to say, you sure fucking... it's not a fox, but fox shit's rank law. I mean, cat shit's not great, but fox what, shit. How is a fox shit different to cat shit? Dogs love fox poo. So, Cali, because she's a basset hound, has this what my nose, right? <laughs> bit, bit of fox poo. Sat there rolling it. Awful. Why? Is it, 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 like... it smells delicious to their nose. Okay. Because yeah. it's just full of lovely rabbit meat, yeah. probably. <laughs> ah, that's true. <laughs> to the point that once, Cali rolled in a little bit of fox poo and then had to pick her up and put her in the bath. Awful. Oh. That's my adventure with animals. That <laughs> <laughs> Sundays, BBC Two. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is because they eat like rabbits and stuff. So yeah. It's like processed rabbit meat. Yeah. They're like, oh, those are delicious. Bit of liver. Oh, there's a liver. While cats just eat. Well, a cat eat mice, though. No, they play with mice. Yeah. But they're they like, kill overly them. aggressive by just like punching them in the head that hard. <laughs> Yeah, they don't eat. Sometimes I know. Sometimes they do eat mice, don't they? I think. I think so. Does have a little gnaw of a little gnaw of a mouse? I watched a vet program where they said that this one cat went in because he wasn't eating anything and he wasn't drinking anything, and he and the owners went to be honest. He goes out all the time, just eats loads of shit, like he eats <laughs> mice and grass and stuff like that. So it could be anything. And they had to put this cat under. And they pulled out of this cat's mouth, bless him, a blade of grass that was about six, six inches, 12 inches long. So no wonder the cat couldn't eat anything because it was like so far in there that every time oh, he breathed uh. in, it was popping to the back of his nose. Mm. And he was just like, oh, I feel like shit. Awful. I feel that's what it sounds so soft. But like it, it, the one thing that kills me with cats is that when they're not well, they can't tell you. Yeah. I'm like, just tell me what you need. And I will, <laughs> I will do it. Tell me what you need. I and I will do it. As opposed to half five this morning when... I was, me and Sean were both rudely awoken by Poppy up at the end of the bed going, Sean launched onto the floor and she just went, and a big, <laughs> big hairball came out. And we're like, thanks, thanks, Poppy. Your cats have a bed. problem with vomiting everywhere. Like. It's, I, I just use vomiting as a catch-all term for hairballs. Mm. But we've got like hairball paste that you put on their food, which is meant to help the digestion. And it, the, the hairballs are less frequent, <laughs> but... Louis did one the other day that did look like white dog poo. It was massive. Oh. And I was like, oh, God, look at that. Big, wet, hairy sausage. Uh. I remember the first time that Pablo coughed up a hairball because he didn't do them very often. So the first time we saw one, it's like, oh, God, has he just gone to the toilet on the bed mm. while we've been out? Like, is he not very well? And it was, only, and it was, and, and like, so <laughs> it was me that picks it up, obviously, and, uh, and I looked really closely at it. Alex came in and I was like, really? He said, why are you looking that close? I said, I don't think this is poo. Look, and she said, don't put it near me. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's poo. Yeah, but you've not given her any context. She doesn't know that there's been anything on the bed. And she's like, I don't think this is poo. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like what is going on, Tom? And so I start pulling it. And she goes, no, what are you doing? So said, it's hair. Is that what they look like? This is what hairballs look like. They don't like poo. Yeah. And that's a common misconception. Something that they don't tell you in, in cat 
rearing classes. Their hairballs just look like poo. Yeah, because in cartoons, they're, they're round and they bounce along the floor, mm. but they're just horrible slug. They look things. like slug turds, don't they? Yeah. But they're hairballs. So I've, this is the first time I can remember Poppy doing one. Louis does it more often because obviously he's a long-haired cat and a fucking idiot. So, But yeah, half five in the morning, Poppy just goes... <laughs> Pablo's favourite still is um, scratching on the blinds. And it's getting earlier, I've noticed. It's getting early, like half three this morning. It, I think cause it's warm at yeah. home at the moment. Half three. And, and, I'll, and, and a few times I'll pick him I'll, I either pick him up and take him to the front room or you'll follow him to the front room and I'll give him breakfast and I'll go back to bed. And then and he'll come and do it again. And then I remember once I, I came through, all I did was I went into the living room and I just lay on the sofa in the living room, went back to sleep on the sofa. And he was fine then. Yeah. I think he's just like, I just want someone to be awake, but not even awake, but just in the other room. <laughs> Get up, you lazies. Stop being in this room. Let me know you're there. I want to, I want to be in this room. <laughs> Livid. <laughs> God bless him. Anyway, these two are having a big man match. Big boys slapping meat chops. Oh, do we have a timestamp at all? That's a very good idea. Uh, one hour and okay, we're gonna go. It's gonna be one hour and three minutes now. One hour and three and two, three, four, five seconds. One hour, three minutes and seven, eight, nine, ten seconds. There you go. And a big boot by Big D. Mm. <laughs> actually got Big D written on his stomach, the saucy gap. <laughs> oh, single, not just like when you're, flesh. when you're that sexy, you might as well write Big D. All right, yeah. hey guys, I look at my Big D. I like when uh, later on, I think when he comes back, he has Big Daddy cool written on. Yeah, but he he tucks it in so you can't see the cool part. <laughs> but you see Big Daddy. Daddy, but like the font is a bit weird, so it looks a bit like his name is. Big Diadopuff. <laughs> the font's my, my, a bit mangled. My favourite Greek hero, Big Diadopuff. Ah, Big Diadopuff. <laughs> Ooh, what's your favourite iteration of Kevin Nash? Ooh, Oz. <laughs> the Master Blaster. I think um, this Diesel is probably up there. Like, just on his way out, fuck you, everybody, I'm going to be me, Diesel. Before, so the, I mean, the Kevin Nash WCW is very good, but I quite like this one. Mm. I'd like to see this one hang around more. He's been interesting, definitely, because I always thought that all the Diesel run was a bust. But and as a kid, I was when I was a WCW like kid, basically, I loved Kevin Nash. He's my favorite. Wolfpack Nash, I thought was the coolest thing going. Mm. I, I do like the fact that his gimmick is right. I'm Kevin Nash. I'm I'm good looking. I'm dead cool. And I've got a massive cock. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you've written yourself the perfect character. Yeah, there, I've had this great idea for a character, Vince. Hear me out. <laughs> Nick Dinsmore comes in and goes, right, Eugene. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what's your favourite iteration, Aiden? I'm a big fan of short hair Kevin Nash, 2003. <laughs> But no, really, it's... St. Anger. It's just outside as Kevin Nash. Yeah. I do like Wolfpack Nash as well. I feel like with Wolfpack Nash, it was when NWO started getting a bit too complicated. Yeah. Like, too many departments. Looking too back much management. On, looking back on it, I know they were trying to get every last cent out of the NWO name, but they should have just called the Wolfpack. The Wolfpack, rather than NWO Red Wolfpack. Should have just been Wolfpack. Mm. Didn't need NWO. No, didn't. 
I didn't need Lex Luger and Sting either, really. So what? Nash, Conan, Savage, and some other bastards, and then we're good. We're all just checking our phones, Patreon users, because a, a certain person is being an idiot. Oh, yeah, I'm reading that now. Yeah. He's a fucking bellman. <laughs> <laughs> but for the disclosure of relationships, we're not going to say who's a bellman. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> if I ever leave this job and therefore the wrestling industry, I'm putting some of these fucking <laughs> arseholes on blast. But fortunately, we have a great job. I mean, it's a Monday afternoon. Can I, say, yeah. can I say it's a Monday afternoon? Yeah, because yeah. okay. this is going out the, the Tuesday, but it is a Monday as we record it, so I we're mean, very behind the curtain on that. I mean, I was saying earlier, it's like, we're to Primark, people would poo in the fit fitting rooms and all this sort of <laughs> rubbish. Like, Are you sure we're in hairballs? It's not poo. Positive. <laughs> I don't think this is pooing. <laughs> I'm positive nobody's stuck a cat into the Primark. <laughs> it's a lion bar. Into the Primark. <laughs> it's a lion bar. Ooh, Metro set a Primark as well. Yeah, Metro oh! That one is especially good. Yeah, so, yeah, poo, we. Did you really, after somebody had done a poo in a changing room, you had to go and sort that? No, nonsense. I had a look at it, though. <laughs> look at that. I went, ah, oh, there's shit on the floor. Oh, they're right, my goes, ah, oh, I just really need shit. Just go in the People, the, the members of the public are disgusted. Uh, yeah, they really are. Just, like, Christ. The public are the worst people. <laughs> I hate them. So glad I'm not in retail or a the, the public, <laughs> the pu public, public facing job anymore. So that was the worst part of your previous job. Yeah, Primark was definitely the poo, but it was only a couple of times. But luckily, it just... was only a couple of times <laughs> that the general public had pooed in a dressing room. Well, like you just get the cleaners, and they also have to clean it all up. You've got to like mm. shut everything down. Yeah, but there was like a special thing. It was like code seven or something in the shop. Oh, so if you hear a code seven, it'll be poo. Someone's done a shit. Yeah, nice. Is is the code for a wee the same as the code for a poo? And I mean, the same as code the, six. What's what's uh, someone's vomited? I don't know. Someone's vomited. <laughs> <laughs> we just couldn't be asked for codes to vomit. I say someone's vomited. Chunderstone. Vomited was hours, kids. But hey, they, they eat a load of sweets on a Saturday afternoon, don't they? Come and vomit. I mean, Primark <laughs> makes me want to vomit sometimes. Yeah. It's just. There's too much going on. Yeah, there was. Yeah. You know, my big pet peeve was I would stand there, I would fold all these beautiful T-shirts. One person comes along, picks another pile, the big old shake, <laughs> ruined my one hour of work. I might as well have sat there and done nothing. <laughs> Tell what I hate about Primark is that when I go and find a shirt that I want, right, they're all like really, they're just piled up and the one I want is in the middle and I've got to get in there, yeah, I've got to give it a shake. You're that arsehole. It's really annoying. Yeah. Whoever does that, it's really annoying. Yeah. Do you know what my pet peeve about Primark is? The toilet cubicles don't have toilets in them. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a mirror. It's got a mirror in a hook. <laughs> very. I presume that the, I presume that the floor opens up or something, <laughs> like in an airplane. But who was the in the carpet in Primark? You know what's happened. That's exciting. Yeah. Someone's had a shit there. The more you know. The more you know. Yeah. Inside baseball for Primark. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one where uh, London King's Cross is where they go, uh, good Mr. Sands, please report to the, the reception point. And that normally means there's been a bomb. 
Oh, good, Mr. Sands. Please report to <laughs> well, Bobby, Bobby Sands. Sands. <laughs> Bobby Sands. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a bit on the nose. <laughs> that's probably what it means. If, uh, if you see some, if you Ooh. if you hear an announcement from Mr. Sands, it means there's a bit of bomb scare. Mm. Mm. Now they test this alarm fairly often. Yeah, just a bit. And they do announce before oh, big old Jack, Jack Niff. Knight. They do test this alarm relatively often, and they will put things out. Now, what you're about to hear is a test. But sometimes, I swear, I've been through and I've heard it without that mm. bit, and I've gone, oh. We, we did have training at Primark in case somebody phones us and threatens to bomb us. So what is the Primark protocol? Well, you see, for the official protocol, was you've got to keep them on the phone, alert somebody, right. so then you can try and get the police call. Can I introduce you in our sort of stuff? three for two pound t-shirts? Yes, it was, would you like a cup of tea? You could just pop uh, down, down the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why you can pour this tea down the phone, do you? Just make yourself a cup of tea with a terrorist <laughs> man. Could you like a cup of tea? <laughs> Mate, you send one. <laughs> Have a biscuit, you'll have calm you, right have down. Have you got a cup of tea in your Anderson's shelter style? <laughs> but the unofficial your line. Unabomber shack. <laughs> <laughs> the unofficial line was if a bomber calls, tell somebody and run. Evacuate <laughs> and run. <laughs> John! <laughs> Did I tell you that my mum was bombed once? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Just specifically <laughs> your mum? <laughs> yeah. What? They just that they placed the bomb on her head? No, so my mum, I, I, it must have been uh, early 70s, worked in Lewis's, which was a big department store in Liverpool. And she worked in the mail room at the time, and a letter bomb was sent. Wow! Did it go off? Uh, I don't know. Oh, so, so, but she told me about it because, because during like the troubles. Mm. But the the commonly held belief in Liverpool was that the IRA would never target Liverpool because there's just so many Catholics. Yeah. Uh, well, there's so many just Irish and everything in Liverpool. They were just like, there's, there's no point attacking Liverpool. And I said this to my mum, and she said, "Yeah, it was probably." She thinks it was an English person sending it. And placing the blame on the IRA. Ooh. Yeah. So. Jeez. Yeah. So your mum gets his envelope. Was it in an envelope? I don't know. She, she never really went over the details. She just kind of blazingly said, oh, yeah, the time the uh, letter bombed me. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, someone sent a bomb. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I'll... Uh, so I'm just intrigued how she knew it was like, was it ticking? I, I think it was just afterwards. Like someone said, oh, that seems a bit weird. And then... I don't know. I'll, I'll, in the I'll background, they're putting like a cylinder over the top of it. <laughs> I'll ring her tonight because, yeah. and then next time we're on, I'll go into more detail. But I'm intrigued <laughs> about, by this about see, whether or not she was bombed. <laughs> see, my my mum, aka Momar Gaddafi, uh, made <laughs> a lot of enemies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad was once hit with a firework. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I, think, I, I think you have told me this. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he just stopped, dropped and rolled on fire. <laughs> he also fell through a window once, pissed and scarred up all his arm. <laughs> My auntie fell off a roof while pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, she, she, she was really drunk. How and, did she get up there? I don't know. <laughs> I think she just found a ladder and climbed up. And the idea that a bedroom window was unlocked because she couldn't get a key in the door, she was that pissed. Uh, that's, a, that's a whole other level of piss. But yet she managed to place a ladder, climb it, and then got to going in the window and quite conveniently then just toppled back in, into the... <laughs> like, <laughs> fell off the roof and just landed in the grass below. Jeez. <laughs> Not a broken bone, just sort of lay there and, oh, that's happened. Well, they, they often say that, don't they? Like, if you're going to fall from a great height, be pissed because yeah, you don't you, brace for landing. You wouldn't feel anything. <laughs> you'll be fine. 
That's worse, surely, if you don't brace for landing. No, because you're probably just relaxed. Ah, uh, so you're more likely to... If you do that, you probably break your arm, put your arm back. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to practice it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're more likely just <laughs> Flat to... Flat back bump. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best way if you fall off a roof. Like, what's the best way to land? Head first. <laughs> right. Noted. Co- corner of bougie style. <laughs> <laughs> Here I go. I am Kota Ibushi. He's a big fan of Rod Hull. <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> you just got it, didn't you? It's only been 23 years. <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> go ahead, Undy. Because oh. that's how he went, wasn't it? He was fixing his telly. Yeah. Pin him. Wasn't sure why Rainbow wasn't on. Oh, no. Well, Dog. <laughs> there it is. That was a good match. I think they just realised that the WrestleMania logos repeated all over the apron as well. Yeah. I saw the big one, but I didn't notice the little ones. Isn't the thing with this match as well that... How to work musician will work for... Sounds like picnic meat. I don't know. Pick. Pick and mix. Barney, <laughs> Barney the Bears. Work for Barney the... Barney the Bears? Billy Bear Ham. Billy Bear Ham. That's what and it is. Barney Bear kind of cake biscuit things. Yes. Broomick over here. Broomick. Broomick. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, it was Broomick when I lived in the Czech Republic. It was Broomick the Bear. <laughs> That's also how in Liverpool you offer a cup of tea to someone called Michael. But Broomick. <laughs> yeah, banging. Broomick. Got to get the scouse spittle in. Mech. Broomick. Broomick. All right, I'm sassy. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine, you can do brummy accents all you like. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Pop. There you go. <laughs> you, you, can try, you can try Geordie if you really want to. Hi, guys. Foot and twat. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good, actually. It's <laughs> good, that. Thanks. Oh. My accents are terrible. Like I was doing the Wii U the week with all Indian. They're all, they all know. <laughs> they're, all, they're all a bit controversial, yeah. all your accents. Unnecessary. Uh, un, not, not deliberately so. No, but they're just crap at but accents. <laughs> Would then do them out of any sort of fear, but yeah. Talking of um, Brummie in the West Midlands, I was walking home listening to Regal's podcast, The Gentleman Villain. Hmm. Can I tell you how excited I was when he said, uh, oh, one of my favourite bands of all time is Slade. <laughs> oh. I'm like fighting the urge to go, my uncle's not the older! <laughs> Let's be friends! Your uncle's not the older. Yeah. There we go. Pause are, it. Are you, are, are you taking the piss? No. Look at this! I will fill you in on that. Mm. There's the gold Cadillac. Is that actually him this time? Yes. Yeah. Still OJ. <laughs> <laughs> There's so somewhere along the line, Where OJ the hell and did Piper. They from? They've been gone an hour. This is li- they've literally tried from the other side of this building. <laughs> <laughs> so they filmed the match three weeks ago, but they've just been waiting outside yeah. the actual arena. But it's the same it's the same area. He's blocked him in. Same vehicles. And importantly, same outfits the same as blood. well. Yeah. The same blood. Yeah, I mean, Tracy, how is his hand meticulous it is. Like, is his hand still broken? Well, uh, probably I think not. Gold just looks right, a bit. Probably so, even. Yeah. Yeah. Gold does look a bit cleaner. Yeah, he does look. He's had. A, he's had a good shave. He we just dyed his hair as well. Yeah. <laughs> a fresh trim. He's had a fresh trim. He looks a bit cleaner. He's had a bit of a trim as well, does Roddy. Cool man, Roddy They stopped Piper, for a haircut around oh, halfway he's around. Got, he's got the blood still on the cleaning. I should have stopped for that haircut. <laughs> I wonder whether. Oh, <laughs> Pat Passon! Payday Pat. Come on, Roddy, you bastard. I've got no evidence of this, but I assume they just took a photo of Piper and Goldust when they finished the yeah. brawl. Yeah, so they have. could match their makeup. 
post diesel. diesel diesel just chilling after the after the pay window <laughs> for gorilla there dummy well. gig hey, wait a minute it's the camera crew <laughs> it's the Yay. camera crew that's no mr perfect now good cover for like piper's injury just to have him taping up This was one of the longest matches in WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, yeah. Longer than the Iron Man match. I think the longest one technically is that random John, not John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, Luke Harper one from like Extreme Rules 2016, where the match is like three hours long because they just disappear for half the show. And they just kept coming back? Yeah. A bit like this, but much, much, much longer. Did it count as a match, though? Yes. And much worse. Because I assumed it was thrown out. No, just kept going because uh, no DQ. See, Piper hasn't ripped off the tape, so it looks like he's just got a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fool him with a yo-yo. That'll get him. He's a big fan of Johans. <laughs> I do if you good yo-yoers. I'm all right. I'm terrible. I'm all right. I can do a walk with the dog. Mm. I can do the cradle thing. Oh. Where it swings like a pendulum. Couldn't do it as a kid, can do it now. Who was I chatting to? I was, yeah, I was chatting to Fraser. He was in one of his friends when they went to a nightclub, took a yo-yo, and just started doing tricks while he was pissed in the club. Wow. That's amazing. That's a good way of winning over. He actually just whacked some woman in the head. <laughs> okay, maybe not amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Yeah, you'd be like, ooh, who's that? Yeah. Who's that maverick yo -yo there, yo-yo? Actually, they, now I look at it, like they they have kept everything pretty much similar to what they were like in the back lot. I mean, I think Goldus is a bit cleaner. Goldus has horns. <laughs> he has the horns. Not all that Goldus has <laughs> that we don't know about yet. Grandpa. <laughs> Was Roddy a big fan of this overly sexualized angle? Who knows? I mean, Razor Ramon hated it. Yeah. Oh, Ramon kicked off about it. <laughs> he was just like, oh, I'm not, not doing that. Don't like it. It's weird. <laughs> Yeah, he was very very uneasy about it. But uh, what I love is that Gold Dustin just throws himself into this. Just before this, he was on Conan O'Brien as Gold Dust, mm. and he just just completely committed to the bit. <laughs> that whole Conan interview, I'm like, good for you. Without going into too much detail, because you'll want people to check out the Desert Island Graps. What was Effie's kind of thoughts about this match? Ooh. Was it just the ridiculousness of it? It or? was the ridiculousness, I think. I'll have to revisit it myself. I can't quite remember because it was many... Uh, it was about a year and a half ago now that we yeah. did that. But uh, I think it was just like the the, sh the the showbiz nature of it and just how over the top it was. Yeah. And how much it stuck out on a wrestling show. Um, and how the Goldust character was uh, like like way before its time. Yeah. And sort of the things that it stood for and... And how well it was played. I just don't know if Vince McMahon did it for the right reasons. No, I think Vince did it to create a villain. Yeah. Um, because they've been getting a lot of complaints and bad press um, from LGBTQ plus groups and bits of the media just saying it's it's not. It's just creating gay panic, basically. Yeah. So that's why they brought in Marlena for him to say, well, no, he's that's his missus. It's just all mind games. Yeah. Mind games. That gets away. That gets them around gets a lot of bothers. It. We go, it's mind games. Yeah. Yeah, they they, uh, they use that for quite a bit of the Goldust character. But it's, um, yeah, I think Vince just designed him to be evil. It was, it was something I read 
this weekend about Freddie Prince Jr. when he was talking about sort of Vince's perception yeah. and, and Vince's general perception, and this will come as a shock to nobody. His general perception was like, if English wasn't your first language, then people will want to boo you. Yeah, yeah. like if you're not if you're not American, then you're instantly disliked by the audience. When, it's like, well, when really. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on the global stage. Yeah, on the global stage. Is, yeah, it's every, every, you know, you know what you do, America. Well, I think it's like, but Freddie Prince Jr. makes a point called Shinsuke Nakamura was massively over as a babyface in NXT. Mm. Yeah, and Vince just goes, he has to be a heel. It's Japanese. Yeah. yeah. No. Got to be a heel. It's like, no, that's that's literally one of the best wrestlers in the world. What <laughs> are you doing? Well, look at when Kurt Angle comes in. They've got him as the babyface American hero, and everyone booed him, so they just turned him into an oblivious idiot. Yeah. I don't know if that was always the plan. I assume it was the plan. I, I, from what I gather, that was always the plan in that case. Okay. Is that. I think it's Angle didn't believe they were going to boo him, though. No, Angle genuinely didn't think that they boo him because mm. he was such an American good guy, but Vince was like, no, I think they will. <laughs> I think Vince got that much about the Angle character. Oh, oh. Here's where this match gets even more confusing. <laughs> Where's the ref? Where's the one? Well, uh, there's no real ref. It's just a street fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is where you get confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus Christ. laughs> Again, he's committed to the pit. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone for it. If it, yeah, Piper's attacking him because he doesn't want his unwanted sexual advances, so he spanks him and kisses him. It's like <laughs> no, it's a good little bit because he's kind of gone. Oh look, I've I've tried fighting you and you're still being weird. Yeah. So I'm just gonna give I, it as good as you give. I'm just gonna strip you. Yeah, I can give it as good as I get. It's just, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, so he's like, right, I'll be weird too then. Hungrier bum than Ahmed Johnson. This is on the sort of top 10 list of moments you don't want your parents to walk in on you watching <laughs> when it comes to wrestling. So imagine my dad's reaction when he was like, oh, so this is the video I've brought you. <laughs> like, in, no. in, in 1997 or whatever <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, dad, I was, just, I was just in between <laughs> watching football and porn. And, uh, <laughs> watching football porn and doing a drug. <laughs> this kid on the telly. And there Big you go. Roddy's won. What a lad. <laughs> a, good, a good year for Roddy Pike where a nice renaissance <laughs> it was I think that's the end now I think that's the last time I think he's done now mm, yeah because what he'll, he'll turn up in WCW 97 mm. nah, later this year is it later 96 because there's not been an event stock in 96 with Hogan ooh ooh I think he does yeah beats him enough of the title yeah good book in that yeah yeah, they, 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 they act like it's a title match all the way through. Yeah. But, don't you, in, Bischoff. but don't specifically say it's a title match. And they go, oh, he didn't win the title. Yeah. He's beat him, but Hogan's still champ. It's like, what the fuck? What were they thinking? Doing Piper's there? in fucking great shape there as well. Yeah. Like. And this was nice because he came back in 94 to the WWF to feud with Jerry Lawler. Yeah. They did a whole thing. And, and it was such an awful feud and a dreadful match. So this felt like a good comeback for Piper. Yeah. Some good in-ring promo, some bits, a bit mental. Yeah. And then a, a like a just a wild street fight to see him off. And there's and, and it's main event o'clock, lads. It's main event already. Main event o'clock, lads. God, it's flowed over. I was gonna say because <laughs> it's uh, as as much as this as this show does, it has flown over because now we're gonna get another hour for the one match. Yep. 
Yeah, you think you're special? Yeah, do. <laughs> Jerry Lawler's plus one is in the crowd. It's just a strange young lady. Oh, no. Can't let Jerry Lawler have a plus one. Now, the video packages and the video vignettes to build this up have been wonderful. Mm. It's been Shawn Michaels hanging around with the trainer that robbed him of $1,000 when he first started. <laughs> and then Bret Hart, like, going swimming with his kid and then getting upset, like, because she likes Shawn Michaels. And getting battered by his dad. And getting battered by his dad. The way we said this is a very different WWE main event. This is literally two wrestlers going to have a good wrestling match. Yeah. And the build's been very, very good. And they've made Shawn Michaels a really sympathetic, like, working baby, baby, baby face. Yeah. Even I can, you know, see that, even if I don't subscribe to it. Like, look at that. Look at him there. Mm-hmm. Machine. He's a sexy boy. Because it's, uh, again, they're trying to be the antithesis of what WCW is at the moment, which is like a lot of older wrestlers having shitter matches. So they're going, the young generation, look at these guys. Go, look at the tanks on these guys. Look at the, you know, they're going to do an hour-long match. You won't see that on Nitro, an hour-long match. Just being annihilated by his dad there. (laughs) Stu Hart engaging his favorite (laughs) pastime, beating the shit out of his kids. Uh, In a dungeon that he has in his basement. (laughs) Dad, you've popped my shoulder out. You're a failure. (laughs) Your shoulder shouldn't pop out. Come on, Sergeant, get it back in. (laughs) Bruce is on standby in case Brett's shoulder pops out (laughs) completely. I'm going out. It's not even Bruce Hart, just Bruce Pritchard. (laughs) Ready to go. (laughs) I think you say Bruce Forsyth. (laughs) (laughs) The Iron Man match. Shawn Michaels versus Bruce Forsyth. I'd watch that. Yeah. And how are Bruce Forsyth trying to wrestle? I think there's a run. Didn't you? Bruce Forsyth versus Popeye. So the way they've told this story has been really good because Shawn Michaels kind of, as you say, going through that whole like, this is, I'm a young, you know, this is my boyhood dream and, you know, I'm going to go for it. And Brett has been a bit of a cunt throughout all of this process mm. where he's just been a bit like, yeah, everyone likes Shawn, but you know what? Shawn's a kid and he's a, and he's a bit shit. He learned, and there was some great lines from from Brett in all of this, where he's gone like, "Yeah, Sean's been learning from Jose. But Jose's a Mexican wrestler, and I don't really know any tough Mexican wrestlers. Ooh. They're all a bit flyy and flippy floppy." And Brett's like, "Hey, look, he's he's good and all, but he's gonna make a mistake, and then I'm gonna have to fucking break him on national <laughs> television." I'm like, "Whoa, Brett, you little promo god!" Gorilla Gorilla's back. So that must signal the end of Piper then. Yeah. So Gorilla got Vader bombed back in January. Got the fuck beaten out of him. It was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he put his hands on Vader first, and Vader just went, I'm not having this. Oh my God, the crowd on Raw, when Gorilla started giving Vader those chops, those open handed chops. Wild. The crowd got mental. Mm. Got him for Chop King. Seriously, main event, Chop King. <laughs> main event, main event could have been Gorilla versus Vader at WrestleMania 12. Here he comes. Here comes the sexiest boy of all time. <laughs> he literally is. The sexy, sexy boy. He's just a sexy he sock. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Sean's looking great. I didn't know who was in the Mario game. Ironically, Sean's looking like that these days anyway. I say the Mario looked like a quick save bag. I'm glad Jose got dressed up for WrestleMania. <laughs> just everyone's grand, though, isn't he? Wearing a t shirt that shows the, yeah. the t shirt that shows the spikes from the marble zone in Sonic he, 1. He's just a fella. <laughs> just Lovely a, set of glasses, them, though. Top notch. They think he's well. They know he's walking. (laughs) For this gig, he's been paid a thousand pounds up front. 
Everyone's Something's like, not right here. Oh, it's one of the main events. It's Jose versus Stu yeah. oh, for an hour. Stu would kill him. <laughs> I feel like no one gives a shit about Jose Lafaro. That was a weird goff in the crowd there. <laughs> Yay! There he is. Have you seen the footage of the Vince? Sexy there, yeah. yeah. See that, but through doing this podcast with Tom and Tom revealing like he, he's more of a Sean guy he likes the kind of showmanship mm. I'm more of a Brett guy because I like the wrestling yeah and this, this sums up Sean versus Brett to me yeah Sean ziplining in but, Sean know, is WWF and Brett just walks out he's like I want to break someone's fingers Brett's like I'm going to destroy you Sean's like I will destroy you but I'll do it beautifully and I will do it by looking I'll do it handsome. behind your back by going to Vince uh, uh, he potatoed me getting fired I mean uh, <laughs> Hall of Fame on that man so it's Bret Hart. That is true. <laughs> but that is the better Hall of Famer. No, it's not. That is Sean Herbert Michaels. Yeah, Herbert. Brett Sergeant Hart. He's <laughs> a sergeant. He outranks him. I, I don't actually know what Sean Michaels' middle name is. Uh, so, so I don't know whether there's Pete, any truth to it, Pete, but, Pete. I, but I know that, <laughs> that's, like... That, that's only a horse's name. <laughs> I think Sean was... I, think, I don't think... I don't know whether Sean was sort of trepidatious about the zip line, but I know Vince was... Vince did it because he was keen to show that, one, it's fine and safe to do, and two... I'd never ask my talent to do anything that I wouldn't be willing to do myself. Well, it's always been a big part of Vince's mantra. And we three did it a few years ago, didn't he? Did it in oh, yeah. WrestleMania 36 of Gronk. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not jumping off the platform. Vince, a 74 year old man, just flings himself 15 feet to the floor. Goes, you do it. Just goes, look, it's fine. But you know as well, Vince, like, I've paid 30 grand for this zip line. You think I'm not having a go? <laughs> I mean, there is that. <laughs> Would you have a go? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Briss. He was like, go on, Jerry. He's like, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I just think like a really big go ape, innit? <laughs> Gets stuck like uh, Councillor's Cox and Evans. <laughs> <laughs> me wig's cut. Me toupee's caught in the mechanism. <laughs> you fat bastard. You fat bastard. You fat bastard. <laughs> and now, my colleague, Councillor Cox, will attempt to land as if he were a helicopter <laughs> carrying Peter Paul on this helicopter landing pad. <laughs> Aiden looks absolutely clear. Why <laughs> <laughs> is it? Why is it? I just saw a look at you just go, Helic- not a clue. Helicopter <laughs> landing Just like, you fat bastard. You fat bastard. You fat bastard. There you we fat go. fat bastard. Ah, look at that sting in the crowd. <laughs> oh, here we go. How is Brett going to get in? Rocket. Ah, oh, that's Owen. Air balloon. <laughs> it comes, comes on Owen's back. He's yeah. got a banger theme song, hasn't he? Another good one. Look at him. No uh, nonsense. No frills. Oh, no nonsense. He's got no, a No, he's got frills. There. He's got frills, isn't he? <laughs> Quite yeah. literal frills. He's literally got frills. I say no nonsense. Just, just a nice jacket. Just, yeah, it's a good jacket. You got to say, yeah, some frills. Yeah. yeah. Another handsome man, but not quite as handsome as Shawn Michaels. He's aged. Shit, man, there you go. Oh. He thinks he's shit. <laughs> he's aged better than Sean. Yes, yes. I think <laughs> and, I and this is a man who's had two strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Bless Sean. He's definitely not the sexy boy anymore, is he? He's still, I mean, if you see pictures of him, he's still like physically in good nick. He's just a, no, no, yeah, a but completely bald. It's like someone's beaten him <laughs> for 30 years. He looks like, what was it, Compo from Last of the Summer Wine? <laughs> Sean's eye retired about 10 years before the rest of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. That's really harsh, but yeah. It's true, though. It is true. Yeah, we can say it about Perry Sutton. Yeah. <laughs> we can say it about Sean. <laughs> I've got a bit of a bong guy. Bless Perry We've Sutton. all got one. We've all got a bong guy. Bless Perry Sutton. Oh, yeah. 
I hope he's all right. I know he was putting stuff on Facebook a while ago. Does he? About like wanting to buy a new fridge freezer and stuff. And I was like, oh, I hope he's all right. What could you not afford one? I don't know if he could. He was homeless for a few years. Mm. He, he had it rough. He had it rough. Mm. Poor yeah. Harry. That's depressing, isn't it? Mm. Right. And now it's time for the main <laughs> event. Gorilla Monsoon, like, just dwarfing both of them. I will say this as well. That is Shawn Michaels' best gear ever. Yeah. Fuck the chaps. Look at them. That's good gear. Good tights. Not as good as the brown ones from Survivor Series 2002. Oh, Pooh Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Pooh Brown and the, uh, <laughs> and the haircut. I like it. Oh, great. Earl Hebner. What a good referee. You hate Earl Hebner? You shit. <laughs> Kayfabe is the shittest ref. <laughs> And yeah, actually, in in reality, he's quite shit because he's like, oh, I need to make it all about me, the Earl Hebner show. Mm. Nah. It's one of the most famous moments from Raw is where Jericho wins the title. Yeah. But doesn't actually win it. Where I think, I think Hebner pushes Triple H over and <laughs> does the fast count. Exactly. Uh, Shite referee. Great moment, though. Oh, yeah, great moment. I mean... Oh, uh, <laughs> we've frozen. Who knows when? Who knows when we froze? Um, he, so, so we're just going to watch us for like an hour just like that? Yeah, why not? He's, he's, pr- he's probably a lovely fella, Earl, haven't I? But I just rubbish ref. Do, 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 he's the, he's do, the do, Bryce Ramsberg of WWF. Oh, look. What? No, I'm, not Bryce Ramsberg. I'm, I'm Bryce definitely moving on there. Who's the AEW ref who always gets tag matches? Rick Knox. Rick Knox. Rick Knox is the worst referee. Earl Hebner is the Rick Knox of WWF from a kayfabe point of view. Yeah. Rick Knox, like, does he know tag rules? Yes. Does he care? No. Yeah. Penta, you've been in here 89 seconds. Do not care. Ten count. I like this bit. Explain the rules. Explain the rules. Mm. Mm. Big five feel. What the need for this is Bruce Buffer. Is it no Michael Buffer? There you go. It's good wink. Bruce Buffer's the one that does the UFC. Is it? Yeah, Bruce yeah. Buffer's UFC, Michael Buffer's WCW yeah. and boxing and everything else. Don't say the catchphrase, don't say the catchphrase will get sued. He does car ads <laughs> now. Like he needs money. <laughs> yeah, he was shitting money during the nineties. Mm. Just for saying that thing. That uh, that doomed WCW house show I went to in two thousand. They <laughs> they flew over Michael Buffer for the main event of <laughs> Was it the, the Harris Mama brothers versus, versus the Mamelukes? They flew out Michael Buffer for that. Fucking hell. They no just, wonder they went out of business. I why they were shitting money. Okay, time. Uh, one hour, 35 minutes and 55, 56, 57, 58, 59. For one hour, 36 minutes exactly. If you're watching along. Good luck, everybody. Here we go. Come on, lads. Most pinfalls in an hour wins. What a unique gimmick. I can't wait to see how many pinfalls we get. Yeah. I bet there'll be loads Mm. to really emphasize the new gimmick. I bet there'll be loads. Well, me and you have spoken about Iron Man matches before, and we've got, like, different views Mm. on them. Yes. So you're more of the belief that there shouldn't be many. Shouldn't be many. And I'm of the belief that I don't mind a few. Because it's like Survivor Series rules where like someone will get like an axe handle. It's like oh three counts. It's like that wouldn't happen in a regular match. Yeah, you've got to be uh, you've got to be a bit clever, a bit more pragmatic with it. Yeah. Than just going oh there's my secondary move that for some reason gets a three. Like for example, I like like okay there are some ways that you can have multiple decisions in an Iron Man match and it not feel hokey. I.e., <laughs> if your opponent <clears throat> has a particularly devastating finisher, that they get it in proper tight on. Yeah. I'd be tapping out immediately to save wear and tear. Thinking yeah. I can lose this fall now, but I'm stuck in this. The longer I'm in this, the more pain I'm in. I'm going to tap out now. They have to break the hold, and I'll just have to 
figure that out afterwards and mm. sort of save as much of my stamina as I can. Mm. What, like one of the most unique ones I've seen is it was Ricochet, then Prince Puma against Johnny Mundo dash Caballero dash Game Changer dash Progress. That's all just actual John Morrison. Mm. And if you got his actual name in Lucha Underground season one, and they did it where it was like John Morrison hit his finishes and then pinned him four times. So he goes four and up straight away in quick succession. Then Prince Puma comes back, does the same thing. So you went like five, four. But they're doing the really smart thing of, hey, he's not that. Cover him loads of times. Yeah, just keep covering yeah. him while he's recovering. See, that's cool. So, yeah, yeah. yeah if they tell a story of it, like, was mm-hmm. it, um, which one was it? Triple H versus. Was Rock. it Rock? I, know, I think I know which, which, which combo you're going to say. Where Triple H gets intentionally DQ'd to lose one. But is, does he just twat him with a chair loads? Yeah, he yeah. batters him with a chair once, straight to the head, gets DQ'd. Pins him moments later and gets yeah. a three. And then the rock is still packaged from the chair shot. Then he hits like a secondary move yeah. and gets a three off of that because the rock's still knackered from the chair shot. Yeah. See, that makes sense. Things like that. You make, can yeah. do it. That's yeah. really good to do it that way, yeah. I think they had it that with Pac Ken Omega, the same sort of thing. Pac, yeah. Pac gets DQ'd, but then he gets the fall straight back because Kenny's knackered. I need to rewatch that match, actually. It's class. Like, it's, it's one of the best TV matches. I've, I've only watched it the once. And because my memory is terrible, I can, I can barely remember. So can he have like two match of the year candidates over like four days? Because he has that, then four days later, he's got the Hangman and Kenny against the Young Bucks match at Revolution. I need to rewatch that as well. Mm. The two out of three falls match that Kenny does with Okada, again, well told in the sense that like it's one fall every half mm. an hour. And uh, and again, they mean something, and there isn't like any half moves that get anything done. Like it's an impactful move that gets it done, and then it takes a long road back to get the next to one. get the next thing mm. in. So, and also like you can utilize like <clears throat> cradles and schoolboys with like rope leverage and stuff. You can utilize cheaty ways to get yeah. a quick three early on. Like I like the idea of like. Uh, bell sounding and then like a schoolboy roll up holding onto the ropes within the first 30 seconds and getting a three and going ah dickhead (laughs) (laughs) but I like that I like that sort so you can do it so in the morning of this show Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels went for breakfast together Mm. uh, where they sat for three hours to plan this match and that was the first time they'd sat down to say right what are we going to do today like they hadn't, they hadn't pitched, they hadn't caught up at any point. They were like, they got on. They weren't like, they were colleagues more than friends. Yeah, there was like, they very much work. They, they still yeah, res- they worked together. They still respected each other at this point because even when it got bad, they never, they didn't respect each other by the end, did yeah. they? No. But at it, this point, yeah, because even Brett's kind of said it in his primaries. He's like, oh, you know, I consider him a friend. Mm. He's, he's good, but. Mm. And you no, he was just shooting. Oh, so you've, yeah. got, you've got all they, this to come um, on the next year and a half, haven't you? Oh, fuck all, me. all the drama. Mm. So they sat down. Yeah, they met up in the morning of the show for the first time and went, right, what are we doing today? Where did they go? Uh, so, uh, I, I don't know where they went. I, I'd like to think they went to an IHOP. Yes. But probably because it was a show day, Brett probably wanted something like, he didn't want to have like a big pancake sat on his stomach. So he probably went for like a coffee somewhere just to clear his system out and keep him fresh had coffee and a banana a coffee and a banana just to move the move the bodily functions along Tron's so handsome what he had was a big fat stack of pancakes eight slices of bacon and one portion of scrambled eggs he loaded didn't he he carb loaded Mm. Uh, Michael's planned the first half of this match 
Brett planned the second half, and the last five minutes is Shawn Michaels planning. Mm. So that's how it breaks so, down. Right, so they, they always knew it would be the five minutes added time. They always knew that they, that was they, kind it of... It would go to extra time, but they, they actually were a lot of the five minutes. Yeah. Spoilers, Jack. <laughs> I, it, hmm, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> still real to it, isn't oh. it? still real to me now. Yeah, so they... But they said, but the big thing they agreed on is they wanted it to be an emphasis on chain wrestling, and and for, for multiple reasons. Again, as a you know, to, to go against what the competition's doing, and, and also because it's a long fucking match, so you've got to find ways to kind of keep the entertainment in there, but not like burn everybody out in yeah. the crowd or burn yourselves out. Of course, crowd burnout wasn't an issue because the crowd really aren't into this for the first half an hour because... I mean, all the done is this for six minutes. Because it's so different Just to what they know. Them. I think if they kind of put Brett versus Sean in like a regular match, they'd have been hot to trot from the go. Yeah. Do you say they went into this for the first half an hour? No. Which was the Shawn Michaels half an hour, so therefore Brett's better. That's not true, though. <laughs> point, to, point, to point to Brett there, I mean, I'd say. I think what you'll find is Shawn Michaels are given the short end of the stick <laughs> by that dirty political man, Brett Hart went. The thick end of the wedge. He went right, Sean. I want you to play in the first half of this match. I don't know why he's from Why is uh, he from Tennessee. Texas? He's he loads some dove again. He's Elvis. <laughs> Elvis Hart. Is he your brother? He should be. Why not? Oh, Literally a guy yawning in the crowd. I've, I've just noticed another famous fan there as well. Sunglasses. It's, yeah. Uh, it's Faith No More guy. guy. There he is. The glory days of super fans. So now they're, now they're excited. Like, oh, oh, and then they go, ah, stop. But again, like this is a style of wrestling that they've not done. Yeah, ever. Oh, I mean, historically, this was yeah. like all matches. But it's but you know they've given us slam bang Western style wrestling with a plumb mm. in the new generation era, and mm. now you've got these two guys, these like young guys who have got the energy, and they're playing this slow long game. I mean, the match which is tactically this, correct. It's quite literally Roddy Piper stripping Goldust. Yeah. yeah, and you had Warrior just like cut a path through Hunter Hearst Helmsley earlier <laughs> on. To annihilate them. Yeah. So it's been quite like a, a heated evening, and then and it comes your main event, which is slower. Mm. And it's quite jarring for the live crowd, as you can tell. They're like, okay. Dave Meltzer says that he there are people that, with, after about 20 minutes, that they start leaving the arena. Well, just because they're just bored. Yeah. Mm. Which is a shame. Not loads. Yeah, but, but there so are some that go. Which Philistines. Yeah. That's what I, I'd, have, I'd have been at the door just going, you... Don't deserve this wrestling. It's like you know it's an hour long. Who are match. they? Stu Hart isn't it? and, and Freddie Blassie. Stu Hart. Stu Hart. Even classy Freddie Blassie looks bored, and this was his style. <laughs> even classy, like, Ooh, could they do a drop kick or something? The only memory I have of classy Freddie Blassie is an insurrection 2003. They announced that he died. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they got classy Freddie Blassie, big round of applause from the Newcastle crowd. Oh. And what, uh, what phrase is he credited with popularizing? No idea. Pencil neck geek, yeah. which is such a good insult. He yeah, released pencil neck geek. Released <laughs> a, he released a song all about it. A, song, a pencil neck geek song was released in the charts. Superb. Mm. If anyone has that on uh, vinyl, I'll, I'll, I'll have it. There's some, good, there's some good sketches with him and Andy Kaufman as well. Yeah, because Kaufman was a, a big Freddie Blassie guy. I've got mm. a um, comic by by Box Brown uh, about the career of Andy Kaufman. And it's just a big load of it. It's just about how much he loved Freddie Blassie and watched him on TV and would go to the shows and he'd just chat his ear off and got wised up to the business that way. That's yeah. So there was so there was a lot of love there. So I think it was Kaufman that pitched my lunch with Bra with Blassie. Yeah, yeah. 
which was a, a, a TV special they did. Yeah. Which was very cute. Yeah, because he was a big, gorgeous George fan, but then when he saw Blassie, he was like, that's my guy. Yeah. Blassie, Freddie, Blassie. Does anybody want a fizzy drink? Because I'm getting a bit parched. I've got a Lucasade. you got a Lucasade. If they have a full-fat Coke or a Fanta Icy Lemon, please. Ooh, but if they have got a full-fat Coke, get me one, please. Full-fat Coke. Thank you. All right. I'm watching my figure, but it's a Monday, and I've already had a McDonald's. (laughs) You've had a McDonald's? I do. I have a McDonald's every Monday with Tom. We'll sit there and um, just... We'll bond over with McDonald's. Have you seen Sting in the crowd, by the way? No, I haven't spotted there's, him yet. There's just someone in a trench coat and full corpse paint. And this is obviously before Sting becomes that Sting. Becomes Sting. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that is just the, a really big Crow fan. Was the Crow out at this point? Yes, 94, I think, yeah. the Crow. Maybe 95. I still, I still haven't seen the Crow. I need to watch it. I rewatched it the other day. It's uh, See, there. Oh, yes, that's the Crow. Or, gonna... or a really harsh Kiss fan who's in his goth phase. And everybody's left, and you're just here with me, Aidan. Welcome to BBC News. Today on the news, I shall I shall read you the cultaholic headlines. Has anything broken? No, it's tough. Twenty past two. Bray Wyatt likely returning to WWE soon. We hear. <sighs> Mr. Blobby appears at indie wrestling show. <laughs> Spoilers: The Impact Bound for Glory main event has been revealed, but who is, this is in it? Story again? No, no. Like, <laughs> We're going through the wrestling news. I put my fancy voice Thank on. Thank you, Tom. Ah, the wrestling news. The wrestling news. In the yeah, Impact Battle Glory main event is Impact World Champion Josh Alexander. And man, you can read the article to find out. Ah, I was, gonna, I was about to, to chastise you then for spoilers. Yeah. What a pro, ladies and gentlemen. What a pro. What a pro. What a pro. What a pro. Big gulp there, Tom. Someone's a thirsty, oh, thirsty boy. That's a thirsty boy. I don't know why I said it in such a pervy voice. <laughs> the thirst trap, Tom Campbell. <laughs> a thirsty boy. Fuck me, it's only been 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. And they go I down. Know, yeah. I, feel, I feel for the crowd. Because yeah. they every time like they start a bit of perpetual motion, yeah. they get a little bit lively again. Some say they're the perpetual motion squad. Ooh. Big bang for your reference there. If anybody likes Big Bang Theory anymore. If you're a fan of Aquarians, a yeah. perpetual motion squid. Yeah. Any of you like Big Bang Theory? I don't mind Big Bang Theory. Yeah. You hate Big Bang Theory, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Why, why do you... <laughs> ah, we're all geeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, someone once... I enjoyed it for the first four seasons. That is going went a bit downhill. The best way I ever heard it described is someone was talking about community and the Big Bang Theory. I said, Big Bang Theory is normal people pretend to be geeks, and community is geeks pretend to be normal people. Oh, I've never seen community. It's fun. The first couple of seasons are fantastic. And this one's got Mr. Chow in. And the Childish Humble. Gambino and um, Chevy Chase. Mm. Yeah, Chow's called. Um, uh, Senor Chang. <laughs> he's LT. Is he a Spanish teacher? Yeah, he's LT Grey Chino. <laughs> and he's. Um, oh, we're frozen again. He's an unhinged uh, lunatic. It was before I went to get drinks, so goodness knows. Apologies if you are watching on the Patreon. We've had some technical issues throughout this, which you will have noticed by a technical issues thing appearing on the screen. At least every time it freezes, it shows the good side of my hair. Look there at that you go. Line. It's a, line. Your line looks lovely. I have to keep it in the corner for a little bit. Oh, yeah, there's two open here. Yeah, Bloody hell, Tom. Jack's picked his eye in both of them. <laughs> I told you this wasn't a professional show. <laughs> I told you we didn't, you know. At least we're dressed this time. At least we've got trousers on this time. Look at that. Look like I've been shot with a BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> like John Ford. 
There we go, kids. That's one for you there. Oh. Famous Westerns director John Ford. That's one. a great reference, that is. Is he related to Gerald? Uh, I don't think so. How about the coward Robert Ford? Mm. Ooh. Who shot Jesse James? Yes, he did. Yeah. Assassinated, some say. <laughs> some say killed to death. Mm. <laughs> Who killed to death Jesse James? The coward know. Robert Ford. Motorhead did kill by death. <laughs> Motorhead were killed by death. Do 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 do. Was it Dave Batista? That was that was blatantly Roman Reigns. <laughs> ah, it was. No, I wasn't saying it for that real. No. Yeah, I walk alone inside this pit of acorns. <laughs> Loves the con guy, but yeah, anyway, dear Batista. Oh, imagine Batista playing conkers. Yeah, he'd love it, mate. He, he doesn't cheat, oh. doesn't soak it in vinegar or nail varnish. Nah. He just twats you. <laughs> As soon as that first conquer falls, oh, he's there foraging. <laughs> he has the ultimate conquer tree. <laughs> just him going, conquer day. <laughs> take, mar- take marmalade day for Paddington. He's <laughs> got like, conquer the size of a two-pound coconut. <laughs> Where'd you get that, Dave? He's like, oh, I just treat the tree right. Just walks up, just starts absolutely conquering the shit out of kids. <laughs> Not even out of their conquers, just smacking them in the yeah. ass. <laughs> just she exits around his head, lasso, <laughs> straight in the face. <laughs> Ooh, it's a sharpshooter. Oh, it's not. Who came up with conkers? Who thought, hey, see, see that, see that conker on the floor? They drill a hole in it, put on a bit of string, and twat another one. That's a good shout, actually. I, I believe it's an English medieval game. Ah, I could be wrong. So maybe Oliver Cromwell will go with him. Oliver Conker. Yeah, Oliver Conker. Conker Cromwell. Con- oh, Conker Cromwell. Cromwell's bad fur, though. <laughs> John! <laughs> Oliver Cromwell's bad fur day! Hi, John. <laughs> Merry Christmas, John. Christmas? So John goes some <laughs> so John goes some beers on the weekend, so cheers, John. Oh, Tony Chimmel getting in on it! Oh! oh! Fuck! I forgot Chimmel <laughs> got kicked in the head! Talk it like a fucking pro. <laughs> oh! Jesus! Rest in peace, Tony Chimmel. Jeez! Chimmel got fucking... I forgot that happened, yeah. Absolutely demolishes him. Just fucking destroyed. Bless you, Chimmel. And if Tony Chimmel was a carpenter, they'd call him Tony Chisel. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 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 It hurts me for (laughs) all. <laughs> That's expected you, to get booed out of the room. <laughs> if you play the, uh, if, you, the if he played the flute, he'd be Tony Fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> the violin. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> In my head, fiddle was that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're fiddling about. Because so, I was on the fiddle. Just on the roof. <laughs> oh yeah, because a fiddler on the roof yeah. played, played the bassoon. <laughs> He's a very musical man, as <laughs> I know all the instruments. I do. You know, I was wonderful at the penny whistle recorder between the ages of six and eight. Ah, oh, was the penny whistle the one that? It's like no, it's there. Ah, oh. well, just you take the recorder, but shit. What was your go-to tune on the penny whistle? I don't know. Uh, we had a mad lad called Mr. Woff. He used to come in. <laughs> Mr. Woff. Mr. Woff. He'd teach what our penny whistle. 
and then he'd get out his violin and just start playing, screaming yee-haw, man, that was mint. Excellent <laughs> as an eight-year-old. Oh. Was this man some kind of weird vagrant? Did he teach for 20 minutes? And then, and then a teacher come in and go, excuse me, what are you doing in here? And then jump out the window. Oh. Say it next week, kids! <laughs> and woof! And woof! <laughs> Away! <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest, he did look a bit homeless. <laughs> I think he's dead now. <laughs> His ass burned down. Ass burned down. <laughs> <laughs> Are you playing the instruments, Tom? Uh, I can actually play the piano. Mm. Play the xylophone. Mm. You've hidden that, haven't you? Get a keyboard in. That's why they call him Fingers Campbell. That ain't why they call him. That ain't why they call me Fingers Campbell. Um, I can play, yeah, that and the xylophone. Very nice. It's about as good as I go. And a kazoo. Anyone can play the kazoo. Can you play an instrument? Uh, violin, saxophone, You're a fiddler. and bass. Saxophone, saxophone. Jack saxophone Atkins. Yeah. Have you got? Have you got a saxophone? No, not anymore. Oh, oh. Christmas presents. It's been years since I've touched one, but it was a uh... for our two hundredth episode. If I arrange a saxophone, tenor sax. Can you yeah. learn the raw theme on saxophone? Which raw theme? Any of them. I, well, the, the classic I one thinking, with the... I was thinking Baker Street. <laughs> well, I was only like grade two. <laughs> I don't think that's good enough to play saxophone. Could you play Baker Street? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I could play... Little Donkey. I could play uh, Sell Out by Real Big Fish. Can you play The Simpsons on saxophone? Why not? What can you play on saxophone? Nothing anymore, but do it after shambles. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's you told. I enjoy I enjoy sitting next to and working with Aiden Gibbons <laughs> all week long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have laughed, don't we? You bring out you bring out the best in each other. I mean, we do get on, which is nice. <laughs> just go. Regularly, just me go. You K Douglas is shit, and you just get really offended. <laughs> yeah, because you're chatting absolute wank. No, no, he was rubbish at Newcastle. Fuck Newcastle, he Kenny Douglas. <laughs> No. Best player in Liverpool's history. Exactly. And what sort of shit team is Liverpool? They're nothing. Well, that's, that's not true. But that's I'm not one. rising to that yeah. bait. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, Dowlish, rubbish at Newcastle. Dismantled the entertainers. What who, a team. Who was good at Newcastle, though? Alan Shearer. Yeah, fuck Shearer. Shearer, the greatest striker in Premier League history. But the only thing he ever won he was a Blackburn. statue after him. I know that is true. He's got a statue and he's not even dead. And either that or he's frozen in carbonate. I think it's fine having a statue when you're alive. He's frozen in carbonate. <laughs> Jabba's like, Do you want a wonga? Bring me, bring me Alan Shearer. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Shearer. That really changes the episode. Shoulder Rabbi Obi wraps up. Return of the Jedi. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's in frozen carbonite. I, I want to start a rumor that that statue is Alan Shearer yeah, frozen Alan in carbonite. There's just a bad imposter walking around with all these. Yeah, back the day. I think he doesn't look anything like Alan Shearer does in his heyday. I mean, he is more bald. There you go. Mm. There's the giveaway. I'm still a, a, a very proficient goal scorer. If we need to... Oh, he's fantastic, aren't you? Yeah. But Kenny Douglas was better. <laughs> he wasn't. Did I tell you about the story? Alan Shearer made me shit myself. <laughs> Like, yes, you are. Like, 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 like not literally, uh, but it was. I, I was a ball boy at Newcastle game, um, like 2006. Right, I, I, was, I was 10 year old. Um, it was 
because I was because I was the goalkeeper for my team. Um, they they sent me out early. My goalkeeper, you you get to go and get the balls in for for the training. So here's me stood what there. What an honour! <laughs> Basically, what an honour! So, so here's watching like Shola Amiobi, Peter Ramage, all the bang average Newcastle players, <laughs> um, just Peter taking Ramage. shots. Yeah, Peter Ramage <laughs> taking Is shots. Is that the kids' storybook? <laughs> By Beatrice Potter. Beatrice Potter. <laughs> or Peter Ramage. Pete the horse. Pete the horse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Peter Ramage uh, the horse. <laughs> so anyway, so you're watching all these bang average Newcastle players. Yes. Collecting the balls. In. And then I, I, I look away, look at the crowd, because it's 52,000 people when you pitch side. That's, that's different, that. Mm. that. That hits different, 10-year-old. Look away slightly. All right, 2K22. Next is just boom, and I'm like, Fucking hell! <laughs> Absolutely shit myself. There's just Shira just having hoofed the ball directly at me. Shit! And it like hit the advertising board and just in front of him laughing away. I'm like, what prick? Also, but what a strike. That's your hero as well. I know. What hero I'm... kicked the ball in your general direction? Yeah. And Whereas... try, tried to hit me. Kenny Dalgleish once made me uh, a three bed roast. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the people. Oh, yeah, but by, by your Christmas, did he? <laughs> Me and Big Damo came out. <laughs> <came out. laughs> <laughs> cheers, Kenny. Right, cheers, Kenny. <laughs> I think Damo's a Man United fan. Oh, so he would, oh, he would have been in a bad that, mood. That would have been you should have asked him about Christmas. that on Sunday. Oh, but being a Man United fan? Yeah. Because oh, they, oh, yeah. they, they had an awful Saturday. Had a shocking one, yeah. Oh, my God, what a joy that was. That's a shoot would either be a Rangers or Celtic fan because from Northern Ireland. That's more just fool me, isn't it? Mm. Ah, yeah, it's what it is. The uh, now, nah, well, my mate, I got my mate Dave who supports Brentford. So uh, was he buzzing? Absolutely buzzing. <laughs> is his name Brentford Dave? Is that what his name <laughs> is? We call him Brentford Dave. <laughs> He's the only person I ever, I've ever met from Brentford. Um, Brentford Dave, the King of Brentford, as I now call him, because <laughs> he because ha- the only person I know from Brentford. So therefore, you must be the King of Brentford. Um, I saw a quote from Gary Neville. <laughs> that said, uh, it's actually a great achievement to spend a billion pounds and still be as bad but, as that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, absolutely burned him. I mean, it's been like a running thing, because Manchester United have been terrible for years now, but it's a running thing where they get Roy Keane, Gary Neville, Jamie Carrick, and Graeme Souness on Sky Sports to chat about the plight of Manchester United. And some bloke did a piss take on Twitter, just going, going, this is Manchester United. <laughs> this is Manchester. Roy Keane's going, you can't tell Ronaldo. He's a mate. I don't know why he's got a stupid <laughs> Like, you can't tell Ronaldo. He's Ronaldo. And you've got Timmy Carragher scoring. And Graham's just going, it's a man's game. I like the fact that in this version, Roy Keane's from Blakelow. I'm glad that you know where Blakelow is. Miscellaneous suburb of Newcastle. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like a living in, yeah. in the north. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally, one of the poorest regions in the country. Mm. Is Blakelaw, is it? Yeah. Oh. They've got the 165. It's like it's I thought dreadful. there was, isn't the, one of the poorest places somewhere? It's somewhere on the coast of Brighton. Yes, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? I, I can't famous. remember what it's called, but it's got like, it's, but it's a really run down uh, town. Like it really needs some love and some investment, but mm. a lot of people, a lot of people are left. All the businesses are left, but it's on the coast, so you've just got these beautiful views yeah. of the ocean from where you are. But it's just a really run-down town. Yeah. It's just like so the property is really cheap because the area is not much cop, but as long as you get a place near the roadside, you've got this wonderful view of the ocean. Yeah, it's amazing. Weird country. It is. Yeah, we're looking at places at the moment for, to buy, and the. The temptation just to sink like 
350,000 into somewhere in Shield, which is overlooking the ocean, yeah. <laughs> which is which is smaller than where we are now, but the ocean. <laughs> Wake up looking at the ocean. It's tempting. <laughs> it's nice waking up and looking at the sea. Yeah, just, I bet. Just do what I did. Have a house next to a field. It's, not quite, it's, it's literally the opposite of the sea. It, it is. <laughs> you can't still, be any more opposite in the sea than a field. You still get nature, though. You get a lovely view. Yeah. You, get, you get the robins. Morning, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, Morning. Fucking cut. Get out of my garden. Shitting near the rocks again. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's reading Viz. <laughs> What's the, the sexist up to now? <laughs> oh, if only I didn't want to know what that naughty Sid the sexist was up to, I'd tell you to clear up. <laughs> Stupid cat. So, so you're planning on buying in the North East? Well, yeah, we, we, we probably will end up just, buying. I'm just going to fuck off and <laughs> mute. Yeah, I'm going to go, go uh, live in Brighton. This is just Tom's, um, this, this is Tom's last episode. Yes, <laughs> bye, everybody. Thanks for coming. It's me and Aiden from now on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a treat. For, don't, yeah. don't threaten them with a good time. Um... <laughs> No, we're, we're looking to buy. We're staying up in the northeast. Do want to buy somewhere? It'd be nice just to buy somewhere now. Yeah. I mean, we're at that point where we're get like that mortgage. Yeah, get the perfect time recession coming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the most miserable time of the year. Let's get buy in. It's great. Um, now it's it's quite nice because it's because we just both go like we'd well, night. It'd be nice to have somewhere that is ours. Mm. Yeah, we can say is ours. We've rented forever, um, so it'd be nice to have somewhere that we can say, oh, that's our home, and we can. You know, do shit to it. I can build a studio. Because every Ooh. time, every because every time, someone said, "Oh, so what are you looking for?" And I, we, we've got a few ideas of what we want. And mine is, I always, oh, I really want like a, a third room, like I'd like a bedroom and then a guest bedroom and then a third room. Yeah. And people go, "Oh, nursery? No radio studio." <laughs> now I want to quit. I want like a soundproofed radio room. Would you not go for somewhere? Oof. Nice. We do not go for somewhere with a garden and do the name redacted Dave Lee Travis. The the uh, that was the other idea. If we see a house that we like, but we've seen quite a few apartments that we like. But mm. then the other idea, the other option is a house with a shed in the back, mm. where where I can just bugger off and go and sit in the shed for a couple of hours oh, a day. A shed is good. Yeah, I quite like the idea of a shed just getting out of everybody's hair. Yeah, ours is a brick shed. It's like oh, it's got light and everything. Oh, power. did you go in there quite a bit? Did you have it like a little that's, mansion? That's where he cries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is, we do need to do it out. In the minute, it's just got loads of me, me nana's rubbish in. Right. So anyone that doesn't know, I currently live in my nana's house, but not with her. Are you allowed to say that? This isn't going to cause any issues with that, uh, no, the, the housing people. The HMRC are not going to be after All me. right, I'm just checking, because this will... Cause <laughs> but in no, case someone gives them a call after no, no, this. I do own the house. Ah! Oh, uh, for those who are not watching on Patreon, he's winking. <laughs> I own the home. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is our house. But yes, it's light. I used to have a fridge in there, doesn't anymore. But you, oh. but we're going to do it out and just get all, oh, make it all lovely. Might have a nice games room in there, I don't oh, know. Oh, nice. Oh, so it's quite big. Yeah, it's quite a big shed, yeah. yeah. Roomy inside. It's like, it's like, like the TARDIS. I'll have one. Bye bye, what's It's like the, like the TARDIS. Yeah. Deceptively small. Then, boof, massive. David Tennant locked inside. <laughs> <laughs> Another handsome man. <laughs> Another handsome man. Almost as handsome as Shawn Michaels. He's a handsome man. He was handsome at this point. I feel like we've discussed this match for about three minutes. Welcome to the watch. This <laughs> is pretty much how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we spent an entire watch long once just talking about Rasputin, didn't we? <laughs> we did have a long chat about Rasputin the one day. Did you ever have like, the try to kill him? Fucking every way possible. Oh, yeah. And he just he kept just on surviving. Die. Would not die. Incredible man. Lovely lad. 
<laughs> a lovely lad. <laughs> Rasputin, a lovely, a lovely lad. lad. Some say he was Russia's greatest love machine. Yeah, yeah, I heard that rumour. She'd be kind of to the fall of the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great uh, Netflix documentary um, called The Tsars. Mm. And it's kind of half documentary, half dramatization. Mm. It's really good. It shows you like the downfall of the monarchy. Yeah. Uh, because of Rasputin. Weaseling his way in there like Nick Carter did to be degree. What's like Bringing that? the family down. It's like I did it at uni because I did a history and politics degree. And it was, we did like bits on the Russian Tsars. And it was basically Nicholas II. All he really wanted to do was live on a farm and chop wood. That's all he wanted to do. It said he had to go and run this country. Perfectly reasonable yeah. way to want to live your life. Yeah. It's like, oh, they want me out. Okay, I'll, I'll go live on a farm and chop wood. Yeah. Let mm. me go and do that. And I'll be perfectly content. And then they did that and then they shot him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Have they done anything yet? Christ. They're starting to now. They're going to Brat Half, so. I'm going to get good now. I'm going to go and plug my phone into charge. Have fun. I'll be right back. Talk amongst yourselves. And now we pick up again with the Cultaholic Daily News. Earl Hebner getting knocked down because he got in the way because he's a fraud. <laughs> yeah, you really hate Earl Hebner. He's just, he's rubbish. He's okay. He's not as good as he should be. Think about it. Anytime there's a bollocks decision, it's Earl Hebner. Yeah. Anytime there's shenanigans, it's Earl Hebner. This is not even talking about the like screw job, but mm. like, say if someone's got leverage on the rope, instead of giving them the five count, he'll go and boot their hand. <laughs> You're not meant to notice the raft, but you always notice Earl Hebner. Yeah. He's got another year, another ten years on top after this, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until he starts trying to sell dodgy merch or something. Yeah. Well, when I uh, I went to the first ever, well, it was billed as the first ever TNA house show in Europe. Yeah. In Liverpool years ago, but it, it sold out and was so successful. They did a night before, so oh, the first okay. night became <laughs> the second night. Yeah. But um. The crowd were just heckling El Habner with you screwed back Brett Chance, but there was just two pissed Geordies next to me just going, Earl man, sell us a t-shirt. <laughs> Gwed, Earl man. That was my attempt at a Northeast accent there. It wasn't too bad, actually. Yeah. Well, for years I it, thought it was it, Matthew, so I asked Matthew, I was like, were you sat next to me giving El Habner shit? He's like, that sounds like something to do, but it wasn't me. <laughs> that sounds like we had to give El Habner shit, but yeah. Which would be better than my accent all day. Mine are always shocking. I'm good at a Geordie accent, obviously. Yeah, he's been putting it on the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> just really hard. I just leave here and turn like broad Norwegian. I was going to say, what does that sound like? But I, I, I don't think it's best that we hear that. Yeah, that'll be it. it, it, it <laughs> it's basically just the Yarp man from Hot Fuzz. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yarp. Yarp. Yeah. But without the RP. Yeah. Oh, it's coming up. Sweet chin music. Trinsic man's a very excitable man, isn't he? Shows about the, the That's a bad thing to say right now, isn't it? <laughs> right. The changing phase of wrestling, because I remember when I was getting back into it, like 97, 98, mm. and my brother, who I hadn't watched for years, he's 10 years older than me, but he's just like, oh, you've seen Shawn Michaels finish it? It's just a kick. <laughs> Rubbish that, <laughs> isn't it? But he loads it up. Yeah. Quite literally tunes up the band. But I loved Shawn Michaels. He's just, he's just amazing. Yeah, because you've gone through this before. That the Oreo was mine's just like Shawn. Like so, when I started watching WWE, it was like it was 2001. But when by the time I could really, really remember, like getting massively, it was 2002. So bang when Shawn 
comes back in like in his jeans and baby face and Triple H turns on him like yeah. SummerSlam 2002 yeah, great match and then all that stuff of course is just Shawn Michaels like the top baby face in the company yeah on Raw see I, I was I was tapped out at this point yeah sorry Due to dog <laughs> Where we were ships in the night. I did read his book, though. I've never read Brett's book, which I've heard is a really good read and quite grim. I'm probably out of date now, Brett's book, because he just hates everyone. I mean, he still hates a lot of people, but he hates less people now. Yeah, but, you know, he can change at any time. Yeah. I, I think it's about him being off his nut on cocaine. Yeah. And issues with Shawn Michaels, basically. Where Shawn Michaels' book, it was like interesting reading about the early days with the Rockers, just him basically saying, yeah, we were a pair of pricks. <laughs> Uh, and as far as I can remember, he's like, oh, you know, I had a bit of influence in the back and then found God. I was like, oh, go into a bit more detail there, sure. Yeah. You haven't said anything offensive, have you? No, no, no. no. We'll, chat about show, we'll chat about how I um, became to love Shawn Michaels. That was about it, really. So, so... I did say Vince was an excitable man. Oh, God, yeah. He loves Shawn Michaels at this point. Mm. Just so happy to have somebody that he can, that can throw himself into the role. Mm. That Lex Luger could not do, <laughs> basically. Poor Lex. I'm covered in tissue. Bless you. Oh, thank you. Crass body. Lovely. Two. I hope there's a pinfall soon. There's one then. Didn't count. Yeah. Yeah, they got the two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Ooh, up and over. Schoolboy. One, two. Oh, he kicked out. The ring is so loud. Yeah. So, Tom, what was the quality like on VHS when you saw this? Oh, I mean, it was about this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> on a smaller telly <laughs> in my room uh, with, with very, much, very much a mono sound to it. Mm. But... Uh, I mean, by this point, I mean, I was invested personally because I love the idea of like an hour long match. Yeah. Like, I'm really invested in it. But it's funny watching it back again to see that only now the crowd seemed to be. You pick up all the little things. Yeah. Then the crowd now just seems to be like <clears throat> kind of getting into it. I think on the every WrestleMania match ranked video, uh, I called this the one of the most divisive matches in WrestleMania history. Ooh. Yeah, some people love it, don't they? Some people love it and some people hate it. It's mm. like Tyson Kidd loves it. Yeah, I can imagine like Danielson and Punk and people who you know yeah. go one hour Broadway's probably loved it as well watching it and how it's to like build a technical it. wrestling masterclass. Yeah, but just the Ring of Honor style was this with more pizzazz. Yeah, and more smacking a bastard really hard in the face. It's this plus the Hollywood backup, bro. Mm. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's uh... oh big big old spit from Shawn Michaels. Did we all see that? Yeah. Sweating, bless him. Sweaty boy. So this is the this is apparently the part of the match that, Sean, that Brett Hart put together now. Mm. So Sean got him started. Now Brett is. I mean, how many pints do we reckon Sean's had before this match? <laughs> do we think? Did he go in loaded? I don't it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think he might be a bit hungover. No, I reckon Sean was like, right, cool. I've got to be clear-headed for this, and then afterwards, he's got absolutely minted. Got, got on it. Yeah, wearing the title. Yeah. <laughs> just cock out. No, just him. Yeah, because him naked. <laughs> lay on a bed of money. Tell you what, I'd, I understand why companies don't do it, but I wish more would have, you know, the big logo on the middle of the mat. And yeah. ECW yeah. used to do it, but How it's like... Slippy. Yeah. I've heard Slippy, and obviously you can only use it once, and then that's yeah. it. 
Or you could just have like the company logo. How do you feel about those lo- having one of those logos that they have at the football, where the, the it's drawn on I in such a mean, way yeah. where the, the logo is to up. the hard cam is upright? Oh yeah. I don't know if I like it in a wrestling ring. Yeah, I, I find it quite disorientating. I think it'd be I think it'd be weird to wrestling because there's not as much to focus on. Because I think it's weird that WWE never went back to it considering Vince was all so much about branding and he likes the titles the way they are now because it's just the big logo it's yeah. like no better way to have a big logo than big the ring WWE yeah. is the whole ring because WCW used to do it ECW used to do it WWF would do it on occasion I think Ring of uh, AEW done it a couple of times AEW did it like a lot of the start and now they just sort of have Rampage in the corner for Rampage and that's about it and yeah. Draft Kings yeah but I think they wouldn't complain about this is dead slippy this I cannot wrestle on it it's like yeah Fair play. Well, is Le- Le- what's Lothario doing? He's, he's slowing down for his count. He's being a naughty boy. He's like, El Hebner, look at me. Oh, and El Hebner's like, oh, I've been distracted by Jose Lothario. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. That is a lovely jump barrel shirt. Sorry, I reckon, bastard. That. I reckon you can find that at a vintage shop now for about £10. 10 Seems quite cheap. Yeah. I can get that for more. Might pick like 30 yeah. Hmm. The Hollywood fashion plate. <laughs> I, I reckon it's one of the things that you're selling on Depop. <laughs> Do you reckon? That and a lovely pair of Nike Dunks. I'm not selling any of your Dunks. I'm selling a pair of Air Max 95s slash Air Max 110s if you're from Liverpool. Um, and <laughs> two pairs of Adidas Gazelles. Why are they a different name if you're in Liverpool? Well, because these cost £110. Uh, so known as one tens, it's it's a thing all over the country. But Nike Nike brought out a special edition the other year with one ten written on the tongue. And when they brought them, I was like, yeah, from the slang in London because they used to cost one hundred and ten pound. And the entirety of Liverpool was like, we will fucking batter you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Liverpool thing. They're good for that. Yeah, London. It's 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 the they shoe. Take our lives, but we'll never take off like dunks. It's 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 the shoe of Liverpool. The Air Max ninety five. There's his arse. Oh, he loves getting his bum out, Sean. He, he loves getting his bum He's out. He's a bummy boy. <laughs> but uh, all that shoe bummy chat was for um, John Eiley, because I saw the other day that he hates buying shoes, and I nearly, I nearly spat oh, out my he? drink in disgust. He was like, oh, I hate buying shoes. I was like, ah! That's the best part of your day. <laughs> yeah. Buying shoes. Send him to Clarks. <laughs> I do love a pair of Clarks. I know you do. Yeah. They're fine shoes. I, I'm, I'm I used to not like going to buy shoes when I was a kid. When I was like, oh yeah, school hated it. Yeah, whether you measure your feet and all that. Mm. Rubbish. Well, that was fun when you were a kid and you put in a little robot no, one. I never liked it. I've got, I've got horrifically ticklish feet. Oh, <laughs> awful, awful. <laughs> but yeah, now now Richard Tubman's gone. I'm, I'm dubbing myself the most. You're so, the fashion Easter. You are now the, the fashion. Office. Now you have to take on the mantle of the fashion plate. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the torch is passed to you. Jack King used to have me and Richard as two sides of the same coin. Like, Richard is one of those guys you can just wear anything and make it look amazing. Yeah. Whereas me, I'll just turn up in jeans and a plain T-shirt, but I make it work. I'm, I'm blowing some smoke up my own ass, but... They're like an orange shirt. Yeah. No one else can wear an orange shirt. That's literally all I've spent me fucking money on for the last 15 years. So it's shirts. Just clothes. Clothes and shoes. Well, it's because you don't drink or anything, isn't it? So yeah, therefore, pretty much. That's yeah. your vice. Yeah. That's I've your vice. I've had to yeah. slow down. I've only bought one. A pair of trainers and a pair of shoes, that's all I bought this year for my feet, which is, that's a slow year. Mm. Mm. I never buy many shoes, like, get a few nights, I've got me Vans, I've got me Adidas, yeah. I've got me New Balance now, that'll do me, got me Doc Martens when it's winter, that's it. 
Don't need that well. That's all you need, isn't it? Functional. See, I'm, I'm, I should buy better shoes. I tend to go for like cheaper, more cheerful shoes. No, yeah. no, you've, you've got to have the Sam Vimes thing where you buy quality that lasts longer. Yeah. Mm, I should do really. It's like my belt, which I'm not wearing today. Uh, I bought it when I was 21 when I was a stupid young man and I paid 200 quid for it. For a belt? Yeah, I've still got it. Japanese top quality leather mm. and it's still absolutely perfect. Whereas I used, real to, cow. I used to spend like 30 quid on a belt and like eight months later I'd have to get a new one because it was a bit battered now. Yeah. So I would never spend 200 pounds on a belt again because... I'm a grown-up now and yeah. I'm responsible. This is my first paycheck. <laughs> my first paycheck when I lived in London, I went into a shop and bought a jumper and a belt and spent 400 quid. And Jeez. now I look back at that and I'm just like, Jesus, lad, what were you doing? But um, It's a lot of money to slam dunk. That's like 400 pounds now. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was t- 21. <laughs> Stupid. Big city on my own. I was like, oh, great. Didn't eat for the next month. I was like, fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> Did you eat the belt out of your despair? I tried, but his <laughs> quality was too good. Couldn't get my teeth. <laughs> Six months later, he was scurvy. So, yeah, those days are long behind me. That's why I love Depop, where I can get the expensive stuff for, for cheap. Yeah. I've just been worn by some student twice. Exactly, yeah. Take it in, wash it. Mm. Bob's your uncle. Is your uncle Bob? No, I haven't got an uncle, Robert. <laughs> I had an uncle, Brian. Bob's your uncle and Pete's your horse. But what uncles do I have? I've got, I've got Brian, Jeff, Colin... Uh, that might be it oh no John that's it you said that with such disgust no I do like my uncle John is he from Jamaica no (laughs) to keep on singing every day he's from Bedlington my uncle John from from Bedlington Bedlington. singing every day please I'll take you on a holiday holiday. home of the terrier (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, tell us more about your uncle Noddy Holder. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Uncle Noddy! Right. What a pro, ladies and gentlemen! Okay, so he is right. He is my second uncle, twice removed. That's not your uncle, then, is it? Shut up! <laughs> counts, damn it! Totally counts. It's not a family tree. So that's only as bad as one of my friends who claims that he's related to Florence Nightingale. <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> You're just not me, are you? <laughs> So how it rolls is, my dad's sister is married to my Uncle Steve. Okay, so Rita's married to Steve. And then Steve's sister... Get the graph out. Steve's sister is married to Noddy Holder. Right. That's how it works. So therefore... Did you ever meet them? I I told him he was my second uncle once, and he had no idea. Mm -hmm. I interviewed him for Radio Station, and... uh, I, my opening gambit was, uh, just, hey, have you heard from Rita and Steve lately? He went, no, nah, I've not heard from them in a while. <laughs> Wait, how do you know Rita and Steve? <laughs> just like, father. I was like, they're my auntie and uncle. Oh, they? Are they? Makes you my uncle Noddy. Oh, am I? When you spoke with Noddy, did you find yourself slipping into a bit more of a... Father! A bit more of an accent, or were you still received pronunciation? Uh, oh, I, I, anytime I speak to somebody from the homeland, like, <laughs> I, do, I do drift back into... Yeah. That similar patter. Did you offer him a cup of soup? If I, if he'd been in the building, I'd have offered him a cup of soup. A cup of soup. What type of car did he have? I don't know because it was on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> what type of car? Why is car? Ooh. Make me for Noddy. Noddy. Make me for Noddy. 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 Noddy.
Yeah. He drives something sensible. He, he's got a Volvo here. Yeah. <laughs> Wood panelling on the side, riff yeah. <laughs> Wood panelling! <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Brown. He really loves a bit of wood panelling. <laughs> Four miles to the garden. It's got one of those beaded cover seats like old taxi drivers. <laughs> he hasn't even got a key. He's got to go into the. He's got, he's got to get the big cog out and spin it in the front of the car to get it going. <laughs> he has to wind it to yeah. get it going. Still puts one of those bars on his uh, steering wheel at night. <laughs> yeah. One of the lockers. Yeah. Big yellow, yeah. We'd I had one of them to like a few years ago. Turn <laughs> car off. <laughs> Twenty expired magic tree air fresheners hanging off the. Uh... <laughs> it smells a bit funky in here. <laughs> the one... I'll get some more trees. <laughs> it's got the one cassette tape of Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> True choice, by the way. <laughs> Nothing but bangers from Big Belinda. <laughs> I think that was what the album was. <laughs> it was. It. Nothing but baggers from Big Belinda. <laughs> oh, Big Belinda, welcome back. <laughs> it's like she never left. Big, nothing Big but bangers Belinda. from Big Belinda. She's still with us, isn't she, Belinda? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Belinda Carlisle's not dead. No, she's not dead. Yeah, I'd, remember. I, I'd, I'd be in mourning if Belinda Carlisle died. <laughs> Hits from Belinda Carlisle include Heaven is a Place on Earth. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Leave a light on for me. Leave a light on. Yeah. Circle in the Sand. Circle yeah. in the Sand. That's basically just it's just a Stevie Nicks ripoff of oh, the yeah. Circle in the Sand. It's very Stevie Nicks. Uh, was it Wild Horses? No idea. Runaway Horses? But it's the, it's the work with the Go-Go's. Oh. Circle in the Sand. We'll, we'll get that back. We'll go upstairs. We'll have a good sing-along. We'll get that banger on in a bit. Mm. We want the same thing. We dream the, the same, same dream. dream. We want the same thing. Oh. It's a tune. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a nice change from the last few weeks where you and I have just been singing the same Celine Dion song. <laughs> For all the times you shit the beard. Shit. For all the times you piss the beard. Piss. For all the times you shit the beard. Shit. For all the times you piss the beard. For all the times shit in the bed. For all the times in the bed. I'm pissing in the bed because you love me. That one. Well, I'm traumatized for life now. <laughs> having witnessed whatever the fuck that was. So when you're upstairs doing actual work, this is what, <laughs> this what you're doing. This is what we're doing. You're sort of part of the Happy Clappy Club, basically. Yeah, essentially yeah. is what you've joined. Is it because you love me that's knocked um, uh, Mariah Carey off the charts? It is, yeah, it is, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So the, the running thing on the, on the podcast for the last few months is... Because I always do like number one in the charts, number one in the movies, in the box office, stuff like that for each week. Mm. And Mariah Carey, One Sweet Day, has been number one in America for about three months. Do they just love it? They just love it, except for this past week when Celine Dion, Because You Love Me, rocked up and knocked it off the top. Ooh. Like, what? Take that one, number one in the UK. Which one? Um, it was the cover of Bee Gees, How Deep Is Your Love? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if they did that. Yeah. It was their last single as a foursome. Mm. I can't get away with Gary Barlow now, though. Wow. Yeah. He doesn't pay his taxes. Yeah. He does now. Yeah, but after he got caught out. He got rumbled. But... Arsehole. 
<laughs> great songwriter though. Great, great songwriter. Great, great singer. Great songwriter. We forgive people for less. Big Liverpool fan as well. Yeah. Weirdly, <laughs> he's just a very big mum man, isn't he? Ah, yeah. oh, mums love him. Mums love him. Mums love Gary Barlow and Iceland. <laughs> yeah. And Shawn Michaels. And Shawn Michaels. Shawn right, Michaels. Right. <laughs> and getting attacked by the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> mums love getting attacked by the IRA. <laughs> But yeah, mums can't get enough of that. Mm. Yeah, I, I better bring my mum anyway because she's just broken her elbow. So better you mentioned this? Yeah, because yeah, it was fuming because she didn't tell me. I found out from my niece. She's like, oh yeah, I mean, Nan's at her elbow. I was like, what? <laughs> she broke her elbow again. She's like, oh, it was the other one this time. Yeah, mums are like that, aren't they? Bloody parents. They just like, we'll just know. crack on, don't we? Yeah. Just, we don't want to worry you. Well, my mum didn't want any of me and brother or sister to know. The only reason my sister knew is because my auntie rang her. My brother didn't know because he was on holiday and I only knew because my niece told me. I just rang her up. I was like, Mom, how's your elbow? But first of all, what the fuck? It's like, <laughs> I'm the favourite and I'm finding out second hand. <laughs> Does Mrs. Atkins by any chance tune into the classic Raw review? Absolutely not. She doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> oh, she does. I've showed podcasts <laughs> yeah. to her. Um, God, that's me. That's my voice. She barely knows what I do for a job. She just says to people, YouTube. I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, my <laughs> like, hey, Tom, Tom's on the internet. As far as my nana's concerned, she still thinks I'm at university. Great. I go, <laughs> I go, I go what's the job, right? So she goes, I'm working at a restaurant, and I'm like, oh, lovely, as long as you're enjoying yourself, son. <laughs> when like, are you oh, going to get a proper job? Yeah, I'm like, oh, thank you, nana, yes. It's like, cool, nana. But my mum just goes, when are you going to get a proper job? Yeah, I'm really like, I've had, enough, I've had enough shit jobs. I'll now do this one where I piss about. Oh, you have to see your parents. Hours, and then do actual work. I get paid while I've got a pension. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's enough to satisfy a parent. It's like, I get paid to write about wrestling. My mate's mum was saying to him for years, why don't you get a real job? My mate who's a videographer who drives an Audi. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's like, what are your chance? She's like, oh, I'll get a real job. He's like, I'm doing really well. <laughs> yes, but you could go and work as an accountant. <laughs> and then uh, she, she, she gets it now, but for years, she was just like, oh, it's not a real job, this. He's like, I'm making good money. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Is it, I think, does it come back to like, you're enjoying it, so therefore it can't be work? Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. It's like, if you're enjoying it, it's not, it's not the it's real not thing. It's not work. Yeah. You know, come on, seriously. What's the point? It's not meant A job work. is you have to go and do something arduous for nine hours a day. So, life, so yeah. you can So you can earn your keep and then when you retire, you can have fun when your body, when your body powers down on you. Yeah. yeah. My parents have never been like that. They've just been like, first of all, they were just like, get a job. I was like, okay. And they were like, do you enjoy it? I was like, yeah. I was like, are you treated well? I was like, yeah. I'm like, fine. Just, you making money? Yeah. yeah. Cool. My dad just goes, can't believe you've got that job. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's quite the same. Mm. Yeah, Thank same, you. yeah. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Not with a mortgage advisor. <laughs> I had to explain and go, like, I know this sounds like a like a fly-by-night hobby thing, but I have... Like my P forty five, I have pay slips. I have, <laughs> I, I, I can show the, I can show the tax and national insurance. I can show my pension. Like it's a proper, it's a proper thing. It did bring my car insurance down when I changed. But I think it was like from being a call centre worker to journalist. I was like, oh, two hundred pounds cheaper. I get in. Oh, yeah. so I thought it might have gone up. Yeah, but probably because I'm more professional. Oh wow. Yeah. If anything, you're less professional. I know. If anything, <laughs> yeah. I'm more likely to crash my car. <laughs> you're, out more, you're out more in it, so therefore it should be more. I've I'm, been in a car evading as well. He is more likely to crash it. I'm a fine driver. You went about I'm 400 very, miles an hour. I'm a very good driver. I'm a very good driver. <laughs> I was only going 80. <laughs> in a 40 zone? Yeah. The fear in that child's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are a good driver. I, know, I do, but like, 
my point was it's a silver Vauxhall Corsa, right? Boy racer car. And I'm a 23 year old sports journalist. Doesn't scream insurable. No. I haven't already had one crash. Yeah. Just the one. Just the one. Hmm. No, it doesn't really scream. But they were like, yeah, two hundred pounds for two. I was like, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do me. Anyway, lads, we're under ten minutes left. Seven to the go. Crowd have somewhat got into this now. Tell you what, this past fifty-three minutes, it has gone quite quickly. It has yeah. flown by. I mean, I've seen the main spots. I've seen Brett's suicide dive. I've seen Sean's dive from the top rope. Tony Chisel getting kicked in the face. Tony yeah. Chisel. And a lot of um, rest moves. When you plug your phone in into yeah. that plug there, does it does the battery thing start going up? Because my phone's died and I'm trying to charge it with this cable. Just a little bit behind the wires on, on what I'm doing over here. Nah, it doesn't fit in probably. Nah. <laughs> Cable's buggered then. Right. Now the cable doesn't even like fit in, like doesn't click or anything. Look, try now. I'll move the thing down, try now. <laughs> You're watching WrestleMania 12. Nah. 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 nah, it's for cable then. Fair enough. Do you not have a percentage on your battery? Yeah. Oh, that's... I was going to say, right. you're live, living on the edge if you know. 70%? It's not bad, not bad. It's a, it's a good quality phone, these iPhones. <laughs> iPhone. iPhones. iPhone. iPhone, you say? Right, so now, and now I'm pretty sure this is still Brett. When they say like the last bit is Sean, I'm pretty sure it's the kind of die moments slash yeah. what happens next. Sort of put together by, by Sean. I don't know how they agreed it. But psychology from Brett, he probably just said, I'll work over your leg so you'll be in peril a lot. You'll look good. Mm. But it's still nil-nil, and I just, I feel like they could have utilised... Even just one each. I know. Like I think it should be one one. Especially when you think it's like the first is this the first Iron it Man? It is the man? first Iron Man match that they, they and do you, and you don't use the stipulation. Yeah, they do shoot the load, but two big egos as well, isn't it? Yeah. No, but you could have had you could have just had one one. Yeah, but then Brett is like, what so I get pinned twice? Yeah. No, but you could have even had it where they do like a double count like, out or something. Like a double Boston like cradle or something. Yeah. Boston, is Boston Cradle the right one? Probably Double not. Boston, how would that look? I don't know. A double Boston Cradle? Yeah, page 55 of the Karma Suit. <laughs> <laughs> Get out the way, El Hebner. He's allowed on his rope, you fucking shit ref. Oh, yeah, fuck. And now. Test one, two, right. We're back. So, uh, I was trying to plug something in under the table, and in doing so, I turned the whole computer off. So that was good of me, wasn't it? Fingers Campbell again. Fingers this, fingers Campbell to the rescue. This is what happens when you mess with Windows 97. <laughs> so, if you have been watching, and you notice the pause, it was because I was dicking about under the table. Yes. And it's okay, though, because we're back. The file recorded and saved. Yeah. I was never worried. He's like, what do you want no. me to plug back in? The rock tumbler or the TV? <laughs> <laughs> and obviously the tumbler. So uh, we weren't quite sure exactly what point we're at. So we're going to launch back in at three minutes and 54 seconds to go in the Ironman match, which works out at two hours, 32 minutes and 12 seconds into the watch along. Give you a second to find that right now. Good. Here we go. <laughs> As you were, three, two, one. We'll press play on go in three, two, one, go. That's it. Pop and do, pop a doodle do. I love Mario Kart. <laughs> I bloody love a Mario, <laughs> mate. Beautiful, right? 
We run a tight ship here. We do, don't we? The panic in our eyes, though. I can only imagine it. I mean, but it was fine. It I, was fine. Do you know what? I've, I'm learning in my life to go, it's always fine. <laughs> it's always fine. In your old age. In my old age. <laughs> things are always fine. You're wiser now, Tom. I'm not wiser. I'm just... <laughs> I just don't care. I try, not to, I try not to sweat the things as much as I used to. Because there's always <laughs> bigger problems afoot. <laughs> Crowd finally waking up for this. I feel like if this match had been like... Three minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yes! They would have loved but they it. start sweaty. Yeah. They start sweatier. And now we bring you back. One thing that, that we cool. noticed a few times in this as well, that when they go for these, these pinfalls, there's actually booze on both sides. And that because the crowd by this point just knows they're going where yeah, they're going. Yeah, and there's a sense of like, oh, you know what you're doing, boo. Abu Booers. Booers. I was saying Boo Michaels. <laughs> boo Hart. Bruce Hart. I was Bruce saying Hart. I was saying Bruce Hart. <laughs> I was saying Bruce Hart. Also, Lafario's a weird bloke. It's a weird, <laughs> he's an odd boy. Well, because he just turned up like he's going to he's a just prison. Rubbish. He just knocked into the ball. He starts on the outside goes. Yeah, sure. And then nothing. Nothing. There's not much sort of natural organic energy no. from him, is there? No. It's all very... Why He's... couldn't he have had Stu Hart to counterbalance? Rambunctious Stu Hart. The charisma <laughs> magnet Stu Hart on the outside. Stretch him. As opposed oh! to, to that charisma black, black hole that is Bret Hart. <laughs> you shut your mouth. He's a jam-up guy. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the gut-wrenched tiger bomb. No, was lovely. That's nice. I'd never seen Sean do that ever. Beautiful. Oh, it was a close one. That'll have woke you up. <laughs> Just making sure you're still paying attention. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> that was a who was there with the crowd there. <laughs> that was a weird World Cup, wasn't it? That was a weird World Cup. Mm -hmm. Balls didn't make sense. Mm. Oh, the Jabalani. Yeah. Controversial ball. <laughs> yeah. But Giovanni well, Van Bronckhorst <laughs> absolutely twatted one in from 60 yards. <laughs> that was four line as well. Oh. Like 40 yards. That was a smack the thing. Or was it had too many sides? Maybe. Yeah, too many sides. unpredictable in the air. On a ball. <laughs> Enjoyable acid Frankenstein. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not acid Frankenstein, like a uh, tornado Frankenstein. I've just been enjoying the crow. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the crowd. Yeah, have you seen the crow, Tom? No, I don't like, know. Like, look top left. I'm oh, not there yet. Oh, there he is. Oh, God! <laughs> it's staying! <laughs> it's all going 50 seconds. Stall as long as you can. What? Hello. Oh, I remember the finish sequence. They're not even near him. Yeah. Finish sequence is great. This is it. Mm. This is it. Look at the crowd! What was Sean going for, though? That's the only thing. He was going for a pump handle slab. <laughs> In theory, I think he was going for a front drop kick. <laughs> but obviously, just his on legs his were too far apart. And consequently, Brett took full advantage. That bloke there in the front row is mesmerized. Look at him. Oh. He's like, come on, Al. Al, call it. Would Al, we have Al. felt cheated if Sean tapped out at one? Well, you see, they did that in Sha Sasha Banks' Charlotte. Mm. Um, where Sh it was like Sasha Banks, but my Sasha Banks is the baby fate. I think it was, oh, Battleground 2016. Mm. Charlotte wins because Sasha types out with like three seconds to go. It looked going, what in the fuck was that? Yeah. So uh, you feel cheated because you're like, 
If, if the heel taps out, fine, but the baby face tap out was like, no. Mm. Yeah, it's bullshit. So, nil-nil. Brett retains because it's a draw. Everyone goes home happy. Fuck off, Brett. WrestleMania! <laughs> Brett is still a champ. La, put him up, la, put him up, put him up. But I like how Brett just goes. Brett's like, nah, we're done. But imagine that was the main event. They just go to a 60-minute draw at WrestleMania. I think if it was a solid match... It would like have been fine. people would have gone, people would have been like, ah, oh, but then they would have been like, yeah, great. But they went hangman and Brian, not an Ironman match, but they went to 60 yeah, minutes. Yeah, well, that went draw. 60 minutes. And everybody yeah. went, oh, fucking hell, it was a great match. Oh, it was a good match. I don't feel cheated by it. That's what we were saying. If this hadn't been a normal match, which got the 60 minute time limit, people would have gone, that was a nice match. Mm. But the fact I think it's what's got the Ironman stipulation, there's not a single pinfall. However. Oh, what's happening? <gasps> Shocking turn Rats of events like, here. This is bullshit. What? What? I just want to go home. It's tired. I want to snort some cocaine. We're gonna have a Twix. I'm starving. I want to oh. have a nice pan of pan. It's gonna have a nice pan of eggs. And of course, like it's gonna have a nice pan of eggs. <laughs> it's gonna have a lovely egg dinner. I mean, I mean, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart's egg dinner. That's like your wet dream, that. Oh, like a hot, hot egg dinner. A, a, lovely, a lovely, delicious egg dinner. Poached. Scrambled. Have a smashing I had, I had, egg. I had some scrambles Ooh. yesterday morning. I, I had egg and soul, just delicious. Nice. Do mm. the eggs? All at the same time. That's too many eggs, oh. that like. That's like gas level. You'll become egg bound. Yeah. Aiden informed me that every morning, Monday morning you two have a, a lovely Mackey's breakfast. We do, indeed. indeed. Oh, my stuff coming in early. It's a little tradition. Aidan sent me a message about 6.30 saying, do you want anything from Mackey's? And I go, oh, yes, I do, actually. Thank you. Yeah. And then uh, and then it'll be here. Double sausage egg McMuffin. Aid liver room. Uh, uh, you get double sausage and a coffee. Mm. And I get double bacon and a latte. Mm. I used to be fat and get the double uh, double bacon McMuffin with a bacon roll. Ooh. But that, I, I piled on about a stone doing that. So I was like, yeah, yeah it's, better, it's, better it's, cut that out. It's a slippery slope and... Uh, I'm just in free fall. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to sell on my clothes. <laughs> oh, is that why they're being sold on? I just, I'm warm for ages. Oh, just got crap. Oh! It's oh! 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 <laughs> <laughs> a sign. Uh, <laughs> stop eating so much sauce. <laughs> You're getting gout. I'll take your leg. Oh, that, that is uncomfortable. Oh. I hope this is on video. Jack, Jack, <laughs> Jack, got, Jack got that after a heavy night of an egg dinner, sausages and, and stout. <laughs> Straight out like, the pan. See, yeah, the oh! I couldn't do that right now. Chinaroonie. <laughs> you might get gout. I'm back. <laughs> no. no. I don't eat enough rich food. No. You don't drink enough stout. No. What about dad's, no, what about friend's dad's has gout? One of my friends has gout and we call him Henry VIII. <laughs> <laughs> I interviewed the wrestler, Wrestling Memes. Oh. And uh, and he said to me that he, he had a few months off this year because he got gout. And he says, like, a fucking medieval illness. Is I've his got name memes? I thought it was Mims. <laughs> no, Memes is in, like, Wrestling Memes. Oh, okay, from right, that. Right. But that's his wrestling name. But he got gout. I was like, Mims is a like, shit oh. name. <laughs> Damn it, Mimsy. <laughs> Damn it, Mimsy. He's fighting somebody at the end of it. It's like AC3, isn't it? Possibly. Yeah. EC Mims. Here it comes! Another one, another one. Bang! Oh, right gone. on the button there. That's the one. Yes! <gasps> the boy of our dream has come true! <laughs> that was almost like Ricardo Rodriguez. That huh? <laughs> was a bit, wasn't yeah. it? Alberto <laughs> Del Rio! 
Bollocks that. That was that. that was Brett that. was cheated by Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> so Brett versus Gorilla for uh, In Your House. Yeah. Where's the line, Vince? Where's the line, Vince? Where's the line, Vince? Sexy boy. Give us the line, Vince. Sean telling Brett to get out. Yeah, I agree with Sean, but at the same time, he is selling your finish, mate. Mm. If he was on his feet there looking pissed yeah. off. Yeah, so that's the issue. It just does the often area to get so right, see you later. <laughs> you can't win with Shawn Michaels at this time because he's a twat. But mm. hell, of a wrestler. Wrestler. hell of a wrestler. Yeah, oh, he's was... fuming. Oh, he's taking it though. He's not good. Brett's like, I've been fucked. Yeah. When does Brett next challenge for the title? Uh, yeah, interesting. A weird, little, mm. weird little chemistry dichotomy there, isn't there, between those two? Like the. Yeah. You thought they'd been like a handshake or something. She but just looks at him, just fuming. As you say, like, he says to Earl, get out of the ring. Tell Brett to get out of the ring. Yeah. Brett's like, I'm Which I can move. understand, but. Like, it's, it's, Sean, it's Sean's moment, but I think he was a bit hot off the presses. He's like, tell him to get out. He's like, he's selling you. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I think because there's did, obviously... Did you tell him to get out of the ring? Like, is that the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, that's what... Get the fuck out of my ring. The boyhood dream. So, so they wonder he's pissed off. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like a Shawn Michaels and Dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's a dickhead, isn't he? Yeah. But what a wrestler. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, for Breath of the Title, it would be 97, because he... Spoiler alert... We have some barren mumps about Bret Hart. Oh, you got, yes. Does it go away? Goes away until the end of the year. Ooh. And then. Oh, is his contract not up? This is where the whole thing with WCW comes in. No, 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 no. He's still under contract. Okay. Um, what happens is that in a in a little while's time, he uh, Vince will initially encourage him. Well, there'll, there'll be something. There'll be an overture from WCW for Bret, and Vince will say, "Look, I can't match them." with immediate pay but I want to offer you this legacy lifetime deal wasn't it like a 15 year deal or something stupid it was worth a million dollars Vince was like I can't pay you go and negotiate with WCW Mm -hmm. wanker he probably couldn't to be fair and Brett was like I signed I signed the deal he's like well if you didn't think you could live up the deal don't give me the deal yeah Mm. Vince hasn't got a letter stand on there has he in court no Does look good on him that title. Yeah. yeah. They should bring that they should bring that title back. Oh, I think so. I think Cody Wind might bring Eagle. it back. Yeah. That's the when I see that belt though, I, I think Brett. You know, with certain belts, like you were saying the other week, but um yeah, big, like big Goldie looks good on Goldberg, but for me I see Sting. With that belt I see Brett. Yeah, like I don't think Sean when I see that belt, I probably do think Brett. And then when it was the Winged Eagle 2, the Attitude Era 1, which was massive. That's Triple H belt to me. Mm. See, like, for, for the for the big gold belt, for me, that's Goldberg and Triple H, because obviously Triple H had it for so long, yeah. between, like, 20, 2002, 2005. Definitely not Alberto Del Rio. Alberto. Do, 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 do. He's done it. There he is. Well, there you go. The new generation 2.0 begins here. Yeah. Shawn Michaels is the double champion. Next week, Shawn Michaels versus Axiom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could say Axe from Demolition. I was going to say. It's more what likely. A, what a first title defense that would be. So, watching it back, what do you reckon to the Iron Man match? Um, very long. Yeah. Mm. Second half. The second half picks up. Yeah, they should just half, the first ten minutes are just boring, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit too slow. It should have been cagey rather than just wrestling for you know a certain control. I mean, 
If I want to watch a good technical match, you'd pick that one. It's very, very technically proficient. Mm. There's just not quite enough entertainment. Yeah. Needs a bit more pizzazz. Yeah. Pizzazz. A bit more sizzle. Yeah. What did uh, Maestro Dave Meltzer think? Or should we go? Uh, Dave Meltzer for this particular one. What are you saying, Aiden? I think three and a half. Right. I'm going to say he liked this. Four and a half. Four and a quarter. Mm. Dave said to the live crowd, the match came across as dull until the last 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, watching it at home, it was a far more entertaining experience. Um, he put it down to kind of what we talked about. The fact that it was a style of wrestling that they hadn't really trained the WWF audience yeah, to appreciate. To, yeah. So it was a bit, of, I mean, like similar thing, you know, you kind of compare it to Benoit and Angle at WrestleMania X7. Yeah. But the difference is that was sort of the middle of the card, whereas this was the main event of the card. So which is why it is so divisive, because it is kind of the show was built around this one hour match. Oh, shaking hands with Stu uh, Hart. Stu wants him to fuck off. Yeah, you leave my son alone. Do, 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 do. So there as, he is, warrior. As Dave Meltzer called it, a well it came across as a well-produced house show. That was that WrestleMania he, Twelve. That's what he called it. A well-produced house show. I think that's a bit mean. I think it more in terms of that the, the matches don't seem to have that it's true. Not, yeah. Like it's not a WrestleMania, is it? No, it's I like mean, a six-man tag. It probably is for this era, but it's not WrestleMania as we know it now. I mean, tag no. titles weren't on the main card. Continental title wasn't defended. I you mean, had Austin and Savio Vega, which at the time was just like a sort of lower mid-card match, yeah. chucked on there. What do you think they could have had <laughs> on the card to make it better? So the original plans were going to be um, Vader versus Yokozuna mm. in like a, a showcase match. You were going to have Razor Ramon and Goldust in a street fight for the Intercontinental title. Mm. Um, Diesel and, Diesel and uh, Taker were still part of the factor. And then obviously the hour-long Iron Man match. So there wasn't a lot that was trimmed off from yeah. this show. No I one, think, two, three kid, as we've mentioned. I think you could have done something more with the tag titles rather than making them part of the, the pre-show. You could have put a tag, like a beefy tag title match on there, utilizing the one, two, three kid and others. Yeah. Um, one, two, three kid and someone else versus Bulldog and Owen Hart, maybe, uh, if you weren't going to do the six-man tag, mm. potentially. Um, yeah, so they, I mean, and also, do, do oh, Tony. Do the Iron Man match, but get a couple of other falls in there. Yeah, yeah. do like get like get get a, like one one. Yeah, you know, do loads. Yeah, or even a double count out if they were too. Because you, you haven't even got to have. Yeah, them, you're too you, proud to. You haven't even got to have them pin like that. Just have them pin where to get roll up or something. Mm. Or well, the whole you basically can't do the dirty spot, can you? Or uh, Brett goes for the figure four. Oh, he gets his shoulders pinned. He gets his shoulders pinned as Sean. Yeah. Taps. Yeah, like sort of ah, that's fine, yeah. all right. That'd be quite nice, though. Yeah. But there you go. So that was WrestleMania 12. Thanks for watching along with us. Hey, Aidan Gibbons yeah. joining us for Thank the first you for time. Me. Thank you for having me. Will you come back and do another one? It was a very easy two hours, of course. I'll come yeah. Back. <laughs> <laughs> He's off the clock for two and a half hours. Yeah. Get it? Survivor Series 97. Oh. Fight, fight, if, fight, if fight. If I haven't been fight. sacked by then. <laughs> if you haven't been sacked, fuck me. Put no. <laughs> <But> on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we'll all be together again once soon. So, <laughs> In the job center. <laughs> we'll see you in the queue. We'll do the, we'll do the dance from uh, the full money. And until we're next together, he is at the Aiden Gibbons on Twitter. 
He is at Jack Atkins, Brat Atkins on Twitter. I'm at Tom Campbell on Twitter. You can email us, classic at cultaholic.com. We'll do your emails next week. And together we are at cultaholic.com. Don't forget to join us. Fox shit. Love you, bye. <laughs>